Hey guys, welcome to the Low Level Podcast, episode 21. This is Jim, aka Rude, on the Discord. We got full crew today, starting with Cosmo. Woo woo woo! Jake, what's up? Not much. What's going on? Not too much. Been a while. Episode 21? Yep, we're, we're <laughs> legally able to buy beer as a, as a show. We're Yeah, legally able to podcast now. Before it was all illegal. Yeah. Now, now, under, yep. now we're on the up and up. Podcasting. <laughs> now on the up and up. Yes. Uh, what have you been up to, Jake? It's been a couple episodes. How many episodes? Two? A month, month and a half, I think, since you last been on. Oh, disc golf. Walking around. Yeah. Really trying to find oh, that was, that was you walking around? Fishing. Yeah, out there. I was actually outside the window <laughs> oh. peeking in. You know, that guy out there? Yeah. Uh, we also got Miles. Yo. A.K.A. Behemoth on the Discord. Behemoth. Miles. Yes. We're recording a bit late. How are you doing? How are you holding up? I've been up since 1130 last night. <laughs> you didn't oh, go to sleep? Well, no. I woke up thinking the demo for Final Fantasy 16 came oh, yeah. out. And then I was like, oh, I can't get back to sleep, so I'll go play it. And then I realized it's not until 3 in the morning. Yeah, it was early, early release. But you did, you did, da- you downloaded it, though, and you played a little bit. I did play a little okay, bit. Okay, we'll so, talk about it. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll Are you even here it. right now? I'm here. All right. Also, also, the the sultry voice of, of Rob, a.k.a. Sid. How are you doing? Fearless leader on the Discord. Here I am. Father to all us orphans. <laughs> yes. Fresh off the camping Come, tree. my children. Yeah, how was your camping trip? Oh, I, it was I amazing. It all. Oh, man, it was great, man. It was just... Uh... Cool, cool. All right, uh, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't complain. Yeah, I went, I went down to Taos, New Mexico, went to Durango, Mesa Verde Where's National Park. Durango's in New Mexico? No, uh, Taos is in New Mexico, but then Durango's in Colorado. So Dodge, I kinda... Dodge Durango? No. Isn't that a car, though? I think it might be. Yeah. Are yeah. most cars named after cities? <laughs> yeah, that that would make sense. I mean, that's a good name for a car, I suppose. All but, right, so I got um, questions about the road trip. Favorite snack on the road? What was the saving? The uh, saving dude, grace? I don't know. I, I found this like candy that was like made out of just out of peanut butter, and it tasted like the middle of a. Was it a state specific? It candy? was like a Chico stick without the coconut. It was just kind of like a Butterfinger with all the chocolate. I don't but know they about were those... like wrapped in these little like things. It was good, man. Sounds exotic. Was it, like, was it a Mexican candy? Something you probably only found no, it wasn't South. a Mexican candy. It was just some American. We went to some candy shop, and they had like a whole bunch of stuff. Candy. It wasn't made in. One thing we did stop at that was like a honey little honey factory. Hold on, was it a candy shop or was it a, was it a candy emporium? There's a difference. It was like a candy emporium. I mean, they had yeah. some goofy stuff there, man. I took pictures of it uh, later. I should show you, like a uh, bunch of like mustaches you could buy, and like they had like these goofy captions under under all of them what they were called. Like man and a woman was one of them. Okay, I was wondering why <laughs> your mustache looked particularly. Yeah, thick. yeah. I know. I, I know. It's I rather know. silly. I, I ever since I saw it, I it was, was a, like, oh wow, I can kind of. I really like the bow tie on it. your mustache. It's, yeah, you like that? It's confusing. I know. Um, you, no, yeah, it was great. Honey sticks, though? You had a honey thing? Yeah, honey factory. Oh, yeah, it was like, like it was, I don't know if it was like a factory, but it was just kind of like a side, like, business there. But you could see the bees. A freak show. You could see the bees and their, and their, uh, uh, their honeycomb and whatnot. That was cool. Like, Busy and, bees. And you could actually, like, put your hand up to it and feel how warm it was. That was pretty cool. Like, because, like, they, uh, give off heat because there's Oof, so many of them. just off the glass. Hot and spicy from Yeah, the you could, like, feel the heat just by putting your hand on the glass or the, because oh. all the bees are, like, in the honeycomb. Was there, like, a, a, like, a print posted on the, the glass that said, feel the heat, or you just. <laughs> no, it didn't say anything, just but cu- I just. Curi- curiosity got the best of you? Cu- well, I think I just kind of knew that, like, because that's how they stay warm, I think, in the, in winter, the winter right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. They beat their wings. Yeah. I don't oh, yeah. know. I never, I never really thought about bees, because frogs, like, 
Are you going kidding? to water bees? I figure just flew. Or do they all die off? I don't know. They're all fun. I, I don't I, see any bees. I, thought, I work outside a lot, but I I don't see hardly any it, bumblebees. I yeah, bees I don't scary. know. Maybe I'm just crazy. Y'all should be scared. I thought bees were. We're not like, bug experts. I thought bees were like snowbirds, where they flew down south for the winter. No. Snow bees. No. Yeah, I mean, not, I, I have no idea, but. <laughs> Snow bees. You should get educated. I mean, they got sand bees. bees. I've seen I've seen a sand bee. Sand bee. Have you ever seen a sand bee? No. There's lots of different bees. Drive bee. Yeah. Well, there's like the there's the, bee there's the mimic bees, the ones that are like oh. flies that look like bees. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Those are good ones. A dri- um, drive bee. In case you're wondering, is a bee when you're driving your car, and you have to roll down. Uh, do you remember that one time we were driving back to an oak and there's a giant bumblebee in my car? It was freaking huge. I think so. I think I remember that. Yeah, we had to stop the car. It was insane. Yeah, we had to like let, get it out. Yeah, yeah, man. I think I think that's probably Joe Barrow was there. That crazy bee incident. And yeah, Matt. I think yeah. I think that's that sounds. That that's kind of terrifying driving a vehicle. It, there's a some like a giant. Yeah. Bug in your car. I it, it is probably like one of the like scariest things to do down the highway when you're going real fast. There's just like a bee like flying around. Yeah. Although I kind of feel like those those animals just. Usually you don't want to sting you unless you're trying to swing at them and stuff. Right. So just keep calm. And so just roll on the windows yeah. and keep calm. Let them, let them probably just fly out. I don't yeah. know. Just relax. Yeah. So the, what did, what yeah. sites did you see though? Like what parks did you go to? Uh, Mesa Verde, um, Chimney Rock National. How Monument. was that? I've seen um, that in the Oregon Trail many times. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool. To was see it better it. in person? I was kind of bummed because we went there. Actually, went there twice, and the first time it was just storming, so we didn't really feel comfortable driving because you would actually drive all the way up there on your car it takes your like la- takes like 30 minutes or so to the grand canyon did you go there then too chimney rock yeah no. Oh, okay no so chimney I'm rock surprised you went southwest again since you just went to the grand canyon earlier this year was it yeah but this is north of there this is Different the, this is like the the kind of yeah the mountains kind of area and yeah i think we just kind of did it because we want to do a longer trip but we also um I don't know. We were thinking about going out to California and maybe I don't know, maybe even out east or something. But it's like, man, this is way more, even more driving than we probably would have done mm-hmm. initially. Um, How much driving was that for you guys? It was like three thousand miles or yeah. so. I mean, it was a decent amount. I mean, it was. We always do like a trip every every summer. So I mean, yeah, we'll probably do. I don't know, some maybe something a little bit smaller next year. You know, pups getting a little bit but old. It's not too bad for you when you have your. You hired a personal driver to take you around the whole time. I mean, it's a bit expensive. But. Yeah, you would know. <laughs> Mr. Flying in from the airplane in Isle Royale. <laughs> That's Mr. Right. James Bond. Or, or Mr. How about I got back from Hawaii? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, what's up uh, with that? Hawaii, yeah, yes. you... How was it? Um, <laughs> Hawaii was fun. I think overall, I think we learned some lessons on this trip for sure. Yeah, how uh, was it going with kids? I think two... Uh, Two weeks in Kauai was definitely more than enough. I think Kauai is more laid back, and that's why we chose to go there. But we saw, I think, everything Kauai had to offer within four or five days. Okay. How about pineapple? So, so it kind of felt like you are just kind of like, what do we do now? Yeah, kids, it was a bit rough. Uh, some of that with the traveling was, was especially difficult because some of that was on ourselves, though, because we did – we flew to L.A., and then we were in L.A. overnight for eight hours. And at the airport? At the airport. Oh, my gosh. With your kids? And flying to L.A., oh, we man. Ga- and flying to Hawaii, we gained five hours, so it just made that day even longer. So flying back wasn't as bad, but so I'm, I'm glad we played Death Stranding recently because this will give you guys kind of an image of, <laughs> of what was going on with all the luggage. 
And that when you travel with kids, it's not just, you know, your kid has a backpack and their their little clothes and their little toys. It's like, no, you got to bring the, the 50, 60-pound car seats too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, you had, right. you just had those. Oh, I had, we had some carrying straps for those. So, I had. Did you? What, what's the name of that band that plays? Low Roar. Low, what was it Low Roar? Yeah, you Low just, Roar. Did you just play Eric Collins and just put I on did, Low Roar? I did play Low Roar. <laughs> <laughs> At three at three a.m. in the in the airport, as I was walking around, and uh, no joke, like like you know when he like goes and like takes a shower and like yep. you see him like like his bare body, like my my left shoulder was bruised, I was bruising because of just the weight of the straps oh, like wow. on my on my back. But beautiful. So that was rough. But we got to Hawaii, which is cool. Um, I mean, the weather's just amazing there. It's like seventy. 172 constantly um the beach was awesome but the the tricky thing with kids too is that i mean we i think plan for best case scenario where it's like oh yeah they'll want to be at the beach for three four hours it's like no they'll they'll <laughs> they'll be at the beach for a half hour hour then they're done and ready to go back so my young or my uh firstborn was just like which, oh which pokemon is that one uh evie she was just like let's uh i want to go back to the airbnb and watch prehistoric planet because the new season had just dropped so she was not really invested in in the beach and wanted to kind of do her own thing but um but it was fun overall it was a good it was a good trip did you see any crabs Did you have any fresh fruit didn't see crabs we saw turtles that would come up on the beach i saw turtles swim like 10 feet in front of me which was really cool yeah um seals well Preston. i you can swim you swam with turtles I, well, I was. I don't know if I don't know if you could technically call it swimming because I was. It was standing. standing. I was standing. But okay. if I, I guess right. I jump, I, I could, say. yeah, wading more turtles. I've seen you on the Rum River. I've seen you on the Rum River. I've seen you in the oceans too. <laughs> and what about what about that? What do you mean? <laughs> Just saying, swimming has been kind of a little struggle for you at times. <laughs> Well, that was the other thing, too. So my wife was just like, she unfortunately, well, maybe fortunately, I don't know, but she read like the condition of the waves and like on the sites they said you should not go out with like out somebody else there to watch so like she wouldn't let me go out <laughs> swim by myself she's like no it's way too intense which honestly is probably smart you should always go with a swimming partner but like <laughs> swimming partner the, at first it kind of irked me where i just felt kind of trapped where i was like all right i gotta i can't i can only go to the beach when everyone else goes is that what you put on the low roar did she also tell you to wait 30 minutes after eating before going back <laughs> in the water yeah so that, and then uh i had to put on like two pounds of sunscreen every day which yeah. is just kind of tedious too but no it was good overall the airbnb was was cool but it also i mean being in that environment I mean, I love my family, but and I think my wife was also going crazy. Like when you're in a 500 square foot Airbnb, kind of just small area, it's just like one room, one bathroom, a kitchen, and like a living room. And it's just like yeah, without a house yeah, and having space, no escape. And, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you hide behind the curtains with Lorora? <laughs> like, <laughs> so it was good. It was it was good overall. It's my first time being in that kind of a tropical environment. So that was cool. What'd you guys do for food out there? Um, Costco. Um, and then we ate like just kind of the places that were higher rated and, and had some good food. Yeah, yeah. pineapple is amazing. When we got into the fruit stand the first time, they had pineapple and they put it on the scale and it was like 30 something bucks. And I'm like, wow. wait, I was like, what? Uh, I was like, oh, well, no, it's okay. We're not going to get the pineapple. Because <laughs> I was like, what the? F- yeah. I'm not paying 30 bucks for a pineapple. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah they're at Costco nuts. for four, four, under four bucks. So yeah. I'm like, all right. And then we looked up online though. And that type of pineapple is called the sugar loaf pineapple, and they say if it's that price, you should buy it immediately. Oh! So then we went back the next day with our tail between our legs, and we're like, 
we'll take one of those pineapples, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And it's really good. Uh, it's just, I think the reason why they're so expensive is they take longer to grow, um, but they're sweeter. Um, you can eat the core. Oh, wow. Yeah, so you kind of... I've never had that fantasy. Yep, and it's more, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> it's more of a white... It's not the kind of the yellowish that the uh, the pineapple in we have. It's more of a white, and they're super... So definitely, it's like the sweetest pineapple I've ever had, and the best pineapple I've ever had. So it was, it was worth it. But then we also bought... I think we ate like 10 pineapples on the trip. Um, oh, did you get the shits? No. Uh, did you get the uh, the rough tongue? The, the rough... T- well, yeah, I mean, because the... The citrus, I mean, it kind of destroys your taste buds for a bit. Um, but even the Costco pineapples, just the regular pineapples, like that would be like the best pineapple I'd ever have in Minnesota. So like the pineapples were. were I got there. a question. Yeah. For, I went. I went to Hawaii. Um, I think so. I forget which island. You but think I, you went to Hawaii? <laughs> no, excuse me. Let me, you let sure? me say. I went to Hawaii. <laughs> Was it all just I a forget dream? what island it was. Okay. But I've been to Hawaii, which is sad. Anyways, I'll look into that. Why um, is that sad? It was like I should, dude. Should remember it. Was a it? cool fucking trip. Yeah. When did you go though? Yeah, it was a long time. Um, I think it was nine. It was eight, going ninth grade. It was See, ninth I feel grade. like you're. Yeah, you're you allowed should remember to that though. Ninth uh, grade. I can, well, no, 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 you should remember. But I'm just saying, if you're allowed to forget something like that. I feel like if you haven't gone like recently as an adult. Right. So, anyways, grade, when I was there, um, there was, there was flying co- right. there was giant flying cockroaches everywhere whoa because we were uh my dad had a thing for his uh um air force buddies every, every year they'd go to a, a different state someone would host that year it was hawaii and they got the penthouse that was badass that but sounds, yeah flying cockroaches flying cockroaches no flying cockroaches i didn't see when i was there either um lizards we we it's funny because it was just this it's like, i mean it felt like paradise and like the it was like did you the, feel like a stranger in paradise or no yeah, nice. No, it was uh, too chaotic to even think about that. Um, but the, the like the resort area we were staying at was super nice because it's like a minute walk from the beach, so that was cool. And it was all just like super well kept, which we didn't see any like people working on it. So we're like, is this just like what Hawaii is? Like the grass doesn't grow and it's just this nice length and like everything. And it's like no, like every other day we were there, people were like maintaining all the trimming and like cutting the grass and like sounds okay. bougie so yeah you know, it was a nice place it was expensive as hell too but um do you want to give them a plug or no 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 i'm good <laughs> <laughs> but it was good no it was just an airbnb um and they were a part of like an association or something so i i think i think we looked up the price and i, th- I don't know the exact square footage but it was like seven hundred thousand dollars for like i think probably 500 square feet and you probably have to pay, I bet, thousands in association fees every month for probably. how much people are working on, on like all the land and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was cool. It was uh, we had a really good time. We saw someone famous on the beach because we kept seeing people go up to her to take pictures, but we didn't investigate. So someone, someone famous who has uh, has a boyfriend or significant other with a lot of tattoos. So we don't know who it was. It probably but... was, might have been somebody. <laughs> might have been like a sports somebody, like somebody YouTuber yeah. or something, but or like a sports. Maybe like a, somebody in sports or something. Uh, other than know. that, it was, yeah, it was pretty way back. I, I think I make cool. it sound like it was a nightmare, but overall... Did I you take some sand home with you? No, I didn't. Other than sand in my swim trunks, maybe. But yeah. uh, Taking sand home with you? I've never understood that. I take rocks, though. I like to take rocks. <laughs> some rocks Isn't that kind of the same thing, though? I mean, rocks... I, I don't mean, know. Sand is, is annoying. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you, sand I guess is if you, annoying. I guess if you put it in a jar, that's fine. Sand and sunscreen are annoying as hell. Yes. Because I feel like every time, then you're just like stuck with sand, and especially like in your scalp. Well, sunscreen when you're hiking sucks too because it's like I like it's the, in your I eyes. I like the burn. I like that. You like, you like that burn? That? Yeah, I like the burn. Keeps me going. Ooh. I don't so, like that one. Uh, and then Miles. you have to put some bugs, 
cream on too. Oh, got double burn. Bug spray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, my I, for bug spray or bug bites. My wife and my daughter Evie are like like they're not like allergic, but they react to bug Bad. bites. So like Evie got like a bug bite on her arm, and she looked like Popeye because it just blew. Wow. Up. Damn. And like Emily too, just instantly blows up. So it's just kind of crazy. And me, there's like no effect. Yeah, because growing up, you were in the woods. I was in the woods. Well, I grew up also, in the woods. yeah. And- yeah. You've, you've gone camping and stuff too. I think. Yeah, I would, people called me Tick when I was younger. Well, you get a little bit of that mosquito DNA in you. That dino and a little DNA. Bit of deet, a little bit of DEET too. So I kind of feel like you know, <laughs> you just become some sort of like outdoor creature. Outdoor creature. When you go yeah. when you do some real hiking. Yeah. Last yeah. question: Did you ever see the movie The Terminal with Tom Hanks? Yes, Steven Spielberg. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Funny, right? Uh, Miles, have you ever been to Hawaii? No, no. never been to Hawaii. Do you have interest in going after my? Uh, um, there you have some pretty, <laughs> well, uh, our buddy Chris, he's got a bunch of friends down there and we were going to meet up with him and then fly to Japan from there. Uh, cause I guess he has a bunch of family out there, but, um, no, not really. Not really. Yeah. No. If you're going to go on a trip rather. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing. It was, it was cool, but it's also, it's very touristy. And I think we went, I don't know. I think May is considered not like crazy season and it was already kind of like busy enough for me. Like. Yeah, busy was, enough at the beach where I'm like, all right, this is a good amount of people. It didn't feel overcrowded, but I was like, if I came during the winter months, like, yeah, it would have been a bit much for me, I think. Yeah, some of the places where I was at, too, it's like, thankfully I was there. I, I wasn't there on a weekend because if I was, it would have been probably hell. There's, yeah. I think, yeah, when you go out west, summer turns into, like, chaos into, like, all the touristy places. Totally. Everyone and their families going there from Once the city. Once school's so, off and yeah. you know, all the kids. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, but my first couple of campsites, I definitely had some neighbors that were just absolutely um, just noisy as hell. For this just, camping trip? Yeah, and just, like, annoying. Like, one guy started this, one of this camp, this campsite in Kansas, like, the noisy hours were 11 uh, p.m. to 6 a.m. What? That, the, the weirdest noisy hours, Wait, right? You, you could be noisy at those hours? No, you couldn't be. <laughs> which I thought was weird, right? Because yeah. it should be like 10 to 8 or something, earlier, or yeah. at least 10 to 7 yeah. or something. But anyway, this dude, 6, 10 p.m. next to me, pulls out a fucking chainsaw and while I'm in my fucking <laughs> tent and just starts ha- going to ham on this like log. And like I told him too, like we were, you know, he saw me go in the tent. You know, it's not like he didn't know. Did you hold on? Did you even for a split second think like Jason, where you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Or no, I knew it was yeah, going on. I, I saw it when I, I saw it when I pulled my car up and everything, and he, he, he was right next to me, and I was like, I thought he had already done it done enough, it, right? But like, he even offered to give me some wood, and I was like, no, man, I'm, yeah. I'm just probably just gonna go to bed tonight. Like it was very clear. I've been driving a lot, and I just wanted to go to bed. So you gotta give him some. I mean, he offered you wood. You can't be completely mad at him. Okay, yeah, sure. But, you know, he also could have done it at, like, 8 p.m. when he said that and not at, like, 10 p.m. when yeah. he, like, his literal, not even that, it was, like, 10.30. It was, like, his literal last he, opportunity. He, he was in. He was cutting. He was, he's cutting a chainsaw, dude. He's cutting it close. Uh, uh, nice. Nice. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but he, was, he wasn't breaking the rules. Like, did he go past 11? That's what I'm asking. No, he didn't break the rules. Okay, then. And all the, right. What, and what, you, what are you What are you bitching about? And then on the <laughs> other side. On the other side, too, I had a guy. Well, what, are you going yeah, to bed what are you going to bed at 10 I'm o'clock? I'm just telling you what man. happened. All right, go ahead. I was driving like seven oh, hours. All right. So anyway, um, then on the other side of me, we're not even on the other side. I want to say the other side of the lake. There's a dude who's using a generator. And, dude, it's like, I want to say like 60, maybe even 50 degrees at night. 
You don't need a what do you what do you got a generator you got a on generator for, man? For? Yeah. What do you got a generator on? But anyway, it's running. Like, um, like literally. So it's a gas power generator. No, like he was he's using it on all hours of the day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like it shuts off right away at eleven. Then at six a.m., oh, boom, so turns on. Was, yeah. And dude, I'm sleeping, but and so I'm hold just on. What pissed. Were the, what were the noise hours though? <laughs> Yeah, he went out the. No- yeah, he was following the noise hours. <laughs> he had it on a timer, obviously. Yeah, but I was just like, it was like between the chainsaw at night yeah. and then that waking me up. I was just like, dude, this yeah, sucks. Would you would you ever yeah. be the type of person to go and like talk to somebody, or, or would you rather avoid conflict and just sleep, try to push through it? I would avoid conflict, dude. I don't mess with people, dude. Well, yeah, people with the chainsaw, some those, especially. Yeah, some of those people, man, they're fucking nuts. Especially that guy with the chainsaw. He had like a "Let's Go Brandon" shirt on or something. He's, he just looked. Look like somebody you would want to mess with. Yeah, I don't know. Who yeah, knows? Who knows what he had? I probably. Brandon. Brandon. Uh, it's a stupid it's a, political. Yeah, the political thing. thing. You, know, you know. No, who's Brandon? You know, it's not even worth like, describing. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's dumb. <laughs> probably the dumbest thing. I think I'd be more scared of the guy with the generator. Probably. No. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's probably he's probably gaming over there. Yeah. He's, probably he's glamping. Uh, I don't know. No, generators are are freaking loud though too. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I remember waiting, or I didn't. I, I uh, one of our friends and my brother waited in line for the Wii, and he brought a generator, and they were playing Halo, and it was loud as hell. So they put it behind like a pop machine at Walmart, and it like the pop machine kind of masked it, but like the whole time there's just like. But everyone wishes loud. they were you, though, right? But everyone did wish that they were them. Yes. Yeah, I, I just feel bad using them in campgrounds. Yeah. Um, all right. That's it for this week, guys. Yeah. Um, peace out. Peace out. All right. That was fun. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. We had a lot to catch up on. Anything else? Any last words about what you guys been up to? Nothing. Cool. Um, um, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Resonance of Fate uh, won the poll. So I think surprisingly, I didn't think it was going to beat out like Dragon Quest Builders. I thought that was going to be for sure. Um, East Origin, I thought was definitely or East Origin. I kind of underestimated. It's kind of like the you know the fran- or, uh, the franchise that's kind of like the biggest one on the list here. But. Yeah, but uh, poll numbers. I mean, uh, it was between uh, Resonance of Fate at forty one point six seven percent, East Origin at thirty eight uh, percent, Actraiser eleven percent, and Dragon Quest Builders two um, actually in last place with eight percent. So yeah, it wasn't. It was close between two of them. Um, have but, you guys uh, have you guys played any of these games? No. I have not. No. Mm-mm. I have Resonance of Fate on PS3, but Resonance. I never... Resonance. Yes. Sorry, it, thank it you. It almost <laughs> kind of sounds like a Castlevania game, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And then you see it, and you're like, this is not anything like that. It's not anything close to that, no. And it does, speaking it, of which, I don't think you're going to like the people's faces in this one. Why? Just like Chrono Cross. Chibi-esque? They're, they're just exactly... You can look up a picture of them. You're, you're going to be very upset about it. As ups- maybe a more upset than you were when we talked about. Uh, please stand by. Googling now, looking for the face reaction. Yeah, these are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Some funny faces. It'll yep. be it'll be good to play. Can I, can I see? But no, you'll you'll see when you play the game. It just you best uh, to kind of. Hey man, soak these, it all in. these choices were given to us by the mods of the server. So, so have some this respect. Is, this yeah. is mods' choice. Have some respect. Man. Have some respect. Yeah, I voted. I voted here. Cosmo just got here. Yeah, right. I voted for. Honestly, it. I think this one is like a really cool like battle system. Um, I think the mod that suggested it, he's been trying to get it like voted for a while, and so, uh, oh, so I this think is a big he, deal. he's really into it. It's one of his favorites, and so I I think it's worth just trying. Kudos just to him. Alone. Had, yeah. had it ever gotten close, like um, 
to winning? Uh, it's been on the poll a few times, yeah. I think it's kind of like one of those ones that's been up a, maybe like two, three times before. Cool. I'm not really sure. but It's yeah. funny because this was, I think, in my top three of one that I was going to potentially choose for, for podcast uh, host choice last, yeah. Yeah, last time around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm glad it won. What did you guys all vote for? Residents of Fate. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I voted for uh, East Origin just because I, I, I kind of want to play modern on a loop. one. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, more more on that later. A uh, lot of news, obviously, since we last kind of talked, starting with, um, I mean, your boy uh, Rude's favorite game of all time. I mean, we're, we're, we're going to talk about this, but it started with uh, the Final Fantasy VII account kind of teasing stuff on Twitter, just almost kind of, I don't know, nothing nothing it was just it was basically nothing it was just saying the first, something the was, first thing was funny i can't remember what it was like it, it was like, like just this a, game will more have, information soon yeah this like game, it, was, it was like more such information a, and it, it was like saying, a worthless caption this game will have like uh some of it was cool and kind of hinted at stuff but other was just kind of like okay the game's gonna have characters and a story yeah. and one of them they did hint at like cross attacks um which is something we saw in the trailer which we'll get to but um a bunch of tweets leading up to the Summer Game Fest showcase, um, which then for the final uh, thing, well, before the show started, uh, Jeff Keeley, the host, had said you want to you want to stay around to the end. So yeah, I think a lot of people figured it was like Elden Ring DLC since that's where the Elden Ring trailer I think first dropped. But do you think he's got a stranglehold on pretty much everything in the gaming industry? He's like integrated. I mean, based on the you don't even think you think there's gonna be an E3 now because it's still all gonna be a Summer Games Fest. No, I mean, I mean. You got like your your platform holders are going to hold their own things for their own conferences. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, he had some big stuff, but I think if you look at his show overall, yeah, was it better than Sony's that had happened since we last recorded? Yeah, and um, better than Microsoft's? I don't know. I think Microsoft had a decent showing, but yeah, it was better than Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, he definitely. Uh, I think for for where he's coming from, I think he does a good job with trying to put out enough. And I mean, there's only so many kind of megatons that you can drop in and that people are actually going to be willing to put on your show. But yeah. that was I mean, a decent show overall. I was really hoping for Death Stranding too, just another trailer or something. Yeah, I would have thought it would have been there since he's good good pals with uh, Kojima, but mm-hmm. guess not. Um, we'll probably see that later. I um, think on those comments, the one that was probably the one that people were most excited about was when they, I think it was the one about players journeying through the world. Um, like, how are they going to do it? Right. And I think the talked about he, he talked about like how it's a multifaceted world with a high yep. degree of freedom, and you'll be able to experiencing a myriad myriad of different stories along the way. So totally. that's that kind of to me. What does that say to you? Open world to me. That's maybe not necessarily open world, but just like the, um, the side quests are going to be worthwhile. Not not just that, but like it's just going to be bigger. Or like it's, it's doing. It, it's just it, it's going to maybe be like me almost like maybe Final Fantasy twelve size where it's kind of like. You're going from area to area. I mean, that's yeah. kind of what I saw in some of those big open areas. It seemed like they were. That's what it reminded me of, which I, is is a good thing. I, yeah. I like that game's like gameplay a lot. So yeah. when I think that tweet um, kind of just describes like the original game too. So kind of almost it almost like reaffirms that yes, we are not going to do just a straight linear progression right. like the part one, and we are yep. going to have the more open ended like side areas you can go to that aren't required and, and all that stuff. Well, and so. if you even think about the original game. I mean, you are kind of linear in Midgar. There's really not... For sure. There is some extra stuff to do, but it's really not... I mean, it's pretty much the same as, as uh, the remake. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think people were 
kind of a little bit skeptical about what we're going to see in this next part and if it was going to be kind of true to like the original game where it kind of opens up and you could you do get to uh, explore although let's be honest here it's not like in the original game you get to like go to a million different places no it's still it's still it's pretty like linear wide, it's like wide linear in a right. way of just like you're sometimes you're just gated by like enemies that you shouldn't be fighting yet right um but yeah i mean there's certain things you can do right away but in but yeah it's not like uh i mean it does open up but i think at the time that sense of openness people kind of glom onto where it's like were really felt more open especially during the ps1 days than right. it actually was you know? yeah right so um but no the the trailer dropped in at the end of the the showcase mm-hmm. and uh yeah it looks fucking amazing mm-hmm. i think like i don't know reading a lot of people's impressions online pretty much everyone is like satisfied and that i think seeing the more open-ended bits has kind of alleviated some concerns seeing the cross attacks like chrono trigger style looks super dope um and just graphically, I think it looks just like stunning. I just I can't wait. I mean, just to see what they the do. The open world looked really colorful. Yeah, which I, which was good because that's kind of what I remember too, especially going through Midgar, it being so dark and gray and everything, and then you kind of get into the world and the it's sun. all green and yeah. the sun's out and yeah. everything and blue all the water and whatever. So yeah, good good contrast to the first game for sure. Yep. Um, and then we also got uh, well, I mean, a little bit more. They're being kind of cagey. Won't spoil remake here, but as far as what's going on, some of the dialogue is, I think, purposely there to kind of throw people off. So we'll continue to see what they do with the story and how it changes. I think it's interesting. I mean, I think I talked about before, but I'm all for mixing it up. Like, let's just do something new. Like, well, to me, this feels like a true like remake. Yeah, it's it's not at all. It's a re. It's it's not a uh, you know remaster or anything like that. It's really just like reimagining what the original game was and just using the technology today to kind of just make a new game yeah. and just take the story from the original game and I, and maybe even just alter it to like a new game to how you like it, which I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, I kind of feel like they've always kind of wanted to do more with the story and it kind of feels like with all the PlayStation games, maybe except nine feels like maybe they want to do a little bit more, especially with eight it kind of feels like, like was kind of like left hanging in a few spots um, with the, with the story and seven kind of feels that way. I mean, maybe in a few ways, uh, but nine, nine feels pretty complete, especially with its ending. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, they're kind of following what they said in that initial teaser trailer. Like if you pay attention to the, like the, the talking behind the trailer at the end where they're like, like new fans, old fans, let's embrace whatever this is going to be. And I think that kind of hinted at, yeah, I mean, the devs don't want to just remake the same thing because it has a lot of the same people working on it. I mean, I think that works for certain games. But, I mean, even like Resident Evil 4, like they're mixing stuff up like and stuff to kind of twist people's expectations. And I think that's a smart way to do it. I think, I don't know, I'm of I'm I'm two minds. I get it, though, where where people just want the same thing with better graphics, but... You don't want Final Fantasy VII with better graphics. It wouldn't hold up in the way that I think a lot of people think it would. Well, and I also feel like there's plenty of mods for the old game sure. that you can, if you want to get a fresh experience and, yeah. and test, I, play it. The, the mod community is great for Final Fantasy VII on PC. I mean, there's so many, like especially like side quests. All the extra stuff they've added. I mean, totally. the, vo- the voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> It's yes, I mean notch, you can dude. you can even have fun, right? I mean it's it's huge. I mean it's just it's definitely it's one of those games that like has like a big mod like following. Yeah, yeah. And so it's 
it's really not a big deal to me to like that they i mean i don't know unless you really wanted to see cloud like on like ps4 with like i don't know turn-based it's just kind of like i don't know i think it's a little redundant just because like and it's kind of like with with zelda too it's like uh, with Tears of the Kingdom, it's kind of like to just expect this like old school to like always be there and never yeah. change. It's just no, they're gonna go in a different direction, and they're just you're gonna have to deal with it. And if you don't like it, then that's fine too. Yeah, then piss off. Yeah, play the original game. Yeah. No, were you saying Miles about being <laughs> redundant? No, it's just like you know, you're. Why would you make a you know a turn based game with that kind of like visual fidelity? And expect people to be like, wow, this is groundbreaking gaming. And it's like it's like a niche that you're going to hit where people are like they're nostalgic for that type of gameplay because it was so magical back then. But like, you know, it's not like we talked about in previous episodes. It's not what sells and it's not where like the it's not where like the what what's the word like the industry's going. Well, right. And with, with things like, like fancy schmancy graphics that you can't have that you can't create the same game anymore right these no. games cost so many so much more and they create they they take so many more years you also, have to try to appeal to the mass market some i kind of feel like when they do remaster some of these games and then they put it at like a high price people are kind of pissed or they remake them or and then they call them at a whatever a remake or a remaster or whatever and it's just <clears throat> basically got a nice you know coat of paint people get kind of pissed about that and like how do you justify yeah putting it at a high price and, and you the, know if you're just doing a little remaster well and the industry is about innovation and so if you're going if you're not going to be innovating and trying to push games further um you know with like the, you know motion captures it huge now it's on almost every AAA title um if you're not trying to push the industry into like its next phase you know you're going to get beat out by another game that's mm-hmm. doing it that people want to see. Uh, yeah. And so like people who really didn't like Elden Ring, you know, it's sorry, but like, yeah, it's, first of all, fuck you, but yeah, first of all, yeah. piss off. But really it's, it's the same game as dark souls. It's just, it's a little bit more open than it was right. before. Yeah. And we already had, and the fact that you're those games previously, and the fact that people don't like that kind of freedom doesn't make any sense to me because it scares me a little bit. You could still pretty much go anywhere you wanted in any of those games. It would just be a little bit harder because the progression you're right. It would take longer to get from point A to point B, while as in this one, I can actually just get there quicker on my horse. Yeah, and so it's like yeah. you know, innovation in the industry is very important, and like I, I applaud the people for doing all the things they've been doing. Like you know, Kojima getting real, real hyphy with some of this like social interactions in his games, you know, doing stuff that hasn't been seen because yeah, even if it doesn't all work, even if it doesn't work, because like try something new. Like Resonance of Fate, you're gonna look. People look back at this game fondly because it had systems in it that nobody uses now today, and it's like it's super bizarre, super unique, and that's why people come back to right. it. Do they not use it for a good reason? I guess we'll we'll have to find out. Yeah, though. I guess we'll find out. Well, Jake, I mean, like if, if they remade Chaos Legion, let's say, would you just want PS5 <laughs> level graphics, or would you want them to mix the gameplay up? Um, I don't know. I just. I feel like Probably that's the just, kind of game that just needs PS5 graphics. Just a uh, stable frame rate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Dude, wow. Sh- Shadows yeah, of the Damned got, is getting a remaster. That game is amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're just they're just giving it a little touch-up. Garcia fucking Hotspur. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Such a good game. Good lines in that game. 
Um, and then we got a release date. Uh, well, not an exact release date, but a release window, winter or uh, early to 2024, um, and on two discs. March 13th. Which I think a lot of people are freaking out, but Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1 was two discs also. It was an installed disc and a play disc. Yeah. So it's not... Oh, uh, it's not two gameplay discs. Like... Well, we'll see. It is interesting that they marketed it that way. I think I think because of nostalgia of just like Final Fantasy VII was originally a three-disc game. But it's kind of funny that no one does that. I mean, Red Dead 2 was two discs, I believe. Cyberpunk was two discs. Cyberpunk was two discs. And maybe there's one other game that was two discs. But it's not common. Um, Last of Us Part 2, I think, when was I be, two discs. When I beat 9, yeah, though. right. It's not uncommon to see that. Yeah. Like, especially nowadays, it just basically speeds up your, your play time right when you get the game. Yeah. So. When I beat 9, I was kind of excited. Like, oh, shit. Like, With Final Fantasy 9? Yeah. You know, there's four. It was a four three, discs. Four, four discs, yeah. right? Every time, like, oh, those hope games, this, hope this works. Those you know, last, right? The last discs in 8 and 9 were annoying. They yeah. Were, you didn't really do a lot in them. Did you guys ever get nervous, though, when you're switching discs? Oh, Just absolutely. Like, crashing the, Normally, when you play a PlayStation 1 game, I was, you're not supposed to open, to open the disc tray. I was always so. kind of nervous to put a peanut butter jelly sandwich in it. <laughs> eh? <laughs> I don't know what you're Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, yeah, I, I always got nervous about that. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, when I was younger too, I didn't question authority. So it's just like when the when they told me to change the disc, I was like, "All right, yes, sir." I always loved the little like uh, wallpapers or like little cool. images you'd get at the yeah. Air, switch to Earth in the highway. It'd be like the cool font too. Yeah, that yeah. was that's pretty nostalgic. Yeah, we should do uh, an episode just on the best disc changing screens. Disc changing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's probably not that many of there's them. To be honest with you, Final Fantasy's up. Legend there, of though. Dragon. I'm trying to think of all the PlayStation games. Delta Galleons, dude. There's a lot of PlayStation One games. Parasite Eve. Riven. Oh, a lot yeah. of the. A lot of the like four or five sure. discs. Yeah. We, probably, we should go through it. Yeah. We should, we should do a little be, side quest episode. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Listeners, let us know if that's worthwhile or if we should just shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, speaking of Final Fantasy, man, we got a lot of Final Fantasy. And sorry, you guys, we got a lot of news, too. This is going to be like an eight-hour podcast. Um, there was uh, recently on Resetera a um, user by the name of uh, I'm a Hero 2 or something, and they had stated that a Final Fantasy X remake is in kind of early works and st- like slated for a 2026 release, which would line up with the game's 25th anniversary. Mm. Um, and they had also previously, so it's not just a random person. I guess this person had also had been vetted by like the mods on Resetera, which is a popular gaming forum, and they had also, I think, gotten the Persona Three remake leak, which we'll talk about more of that, and um, some other game too. But so it's not just someone spouting random bullshit. Well, I mean, who knows if it'll actually happen? But it, I don't. It seems plausible, especially with a lot of companies going remake happy. Man, if they if they made remake like. Like seven, like you're just oh that'd be for ten. Yeah. Well, if any of them, when you think about it, ten makes the most sense because ten Ten, is like the most second most popular behind seven. Ten's remaster looks like shit. The faces look god awful. Looks just absolutely terrible. So (laughs) it definitely needs it, Um, and it would make sense to remake it because they've already remastered. Well, whatever you want to call that. Um, So I don't really see them doing that again, Mm -hmm. unless it. Unless, because if it, if they were gonna do that again, I just feel like they would just report it, which is right. better graphics, right? Which so. already looks pretty good, other than the faces, right? So I mean, if they just fix that, I mean, that would be good enough. Which I think people would be happy enough to see. But a yeah, full on remake, man, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, if especially if they included like you know X two without like making you change party members or something like that. Like if they just kind of like brought in the story, yeah. 
That would be kind of cool. Well, it's um, interesting because they were, I guess the I guess you can't do that. What you got to have the story, uh, the party members. But I feel like it would be nice if you had all of them. They've been they. I mean, never played it. Like ten three is yeah. I haven't either. But ten three is also something that Square has like talked, talked about, about something they like yep. in the past. So I, I think this probably seems more plausible because they know the nostalgia there. They know it's a game that people love, characters that people love, story that people love, um, Blitzball that people. Love or, or hate? Yes, I personally loved it, but I feel like it's a great game. But right when you start off, it's it's just basically impossible. So I think it throws everybody off right yeah, away. You're not supposed to win the first and games. An, one thing that they're kind of stacked me. against you, I think. You're not supposed to win those. I don't think so. No, I thought it just. I thought you're it not doesn't so, change anything either way. I think if you win the first match, you get like a special jack shot or something, and you have to you have to do it right. So I think it bothers people because it's like a thing that, that they try miss. to do for completionists. Sure. Um, but yeah, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I that could, that baseball is okay. It's more just like once you start to like understand how to play, then you just kick everyone's ass, and like yeah. it's not really much of a challenge. I think there's like one team who's like kind of good, and then the rest of them are just kind of terrible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they expanded on that and made it more fun, I would be especially if they made it like a multiplayer thing. I'd be all over that. It'd be fun. I yeah. got stuck in that game. Ten, I got stuck what in part? a boss. There's a flying, it's, it's kind of hard. Freaking flying bug centipede or something. Oh, that you had to fight on the airship? Yeah, dude. Where it like, switches sides? Yeah, dude. Yep. I remember that one. I the got combat's fun so in that one. frustrated, but I want to re- revisit Probably that. like... Uh, you think it's worth revisiting or peak? no? Yeah. I think so. I mean, you're 2026, you're still ways out. You'll forget it all yeah. again by then. So. I redid that fight in 14. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'd say that was probably Final Fantasy's uh, best you, turn-based kind of like system. My yeah. opinion, just as far as like Last. They so had, way back at a back, use all the party members. Yep. I kind of feel like it's super quick, super quick paced. It's not really slow at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like it it's it, it kind of cuts down a lot of the like it'll show you the summon, but then it won't show you like the whole thing again. I think it like it's purposely oh, man. set yep. up so that you can like really kind of enjoy it and not have to like go through like the typical like grinding slowness of like turn based systems. My only gripe with it was when I got to the final boss, I literally just used summons, and it was like 9,999, 9, yep. 9, done. Especially if you went and got like some of the hidden summons, like Anima and like yeah. Mega Sisters. Yeah. I never, I never did. Well, or easy, the easy. Mega no Sisters spoilers. Were, come on, come on. They were legit, dude, because there are three summons for one, basically. Yeah, they're and awesome. They're, they just kick ass. So yeah. I just want to go back. You know, I, so I'm not a weak-ass re- bitch for not beating no, no, the game. No, no, no. I didn't get the Mega Sisters for a reason, because I was terrorized by three older sisters, and it just <laughs> yeah. hit too close to home. Yeah, so. your own Mega Sisters. <laughs> so, <laughs> my own Mega Sisters at home. So it's okay that I didn't beat the boss, right? That's okay place to give up on no. Oh, no, not really. I mean, you didn't beat it, so, so you, I'm so weak ass bitch. You're weak ass bitch, unfortunately. Yeah, dude, I went and got everybody's ultimate weapons. Uh, I think Riku's or Lulu's was the hardest. Okay. It was the I think Lulu's. You had to do the lightning. The strikes. lightning, the hundred. Or, God, that was a pain. In I the always ass. hear that's like notoriously. Different. I did the chocobo race thing, yeah, which cho- I didn't think was too bad, but the lightning is kind of the notoriously awful oh my gosh it was terrible i think it took me like two weeks to do isn't it like 200 times you have to dodge like in a row consecutively consecutively or something crazy like that i think i had to swap with my younger brother because (laughs) i my hand like cramping up i'm like i need you to take over he's like i got it i got it yeah and you're slamming down a banana for potassium yeah (laughs) yeah cramping up i'm on like a crappy crt tv in the basement oh man good, good times I, right a lot of good yeah. memories of 10 though yeah love that game so i'm i'm on the way I, I'm, I'm down for it if, if, if they're gonna do it um final fantasy 16 they had a kind of event um celebration event. yeah celebration which I, I heard good things about people were kind of saying yeah this is actually really well done they wish they would do it for more games 
um, with a kind of uh, announcement of a demo that come out uh, late last night. We're recording this on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and a new trailer, like a live action trailer, which I haven't watched. I haven't. Although I heard it's well done. Yeah, live oh, action. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the demo, uh, normally we do like a what's what you've been playing at the end of the podcast for people who don't make it towards the end. But uh, Miles, though, I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. You said you played a little bit. Yes, I'll give you my quick thoughts. About I didn't have it. time to play. I downloaded it, it. It you can like feel the Game of Thrones like vibe. I mean, it's very kind of medieval mixed fantasy combat very fluid clean um i haven't really seen that kind of like devil may cry combo stuff yet okay i have in the video in the trailers just not yeah i have have had some combat but um like the in-game cinematics to the to like playing the game it's almost seamless like looking at the character's hair you can see like the pores on their skin it's like holy fuck this game is and i'm just playing with graphics like it's smooth as fuck i mean so I, graphically you're impressed graphically i'm very impressed the music you can just you can Soak feel in. you can feel the 14 fucking nice. vibes in it and uh you can even see it in like some of the clothing designs how's the how's the title screen yeah, title screen's fine. Title screen music, I mean. Oh, uh, you know, I just jumped you right just in. Jump right I was right like, right. I gotta get as much as I can in before the before the podcast. But, right on. Um, I think people will really like it, but I think it, I think it's a lot different from what people are expecting. So, so the demo is kind of interesting because it's it's lengthy. One, it's like the prologue. Your prologue. It's like a two and a half hour demo where your progress carries into the full game, yep. which is fucking awesome. Square's been killing it with that recently. Yeah. Um, I think they did like a ten hour Dragon Quest demo, mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Eleven demo, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a separate, not part of the game, like battle demo where they're basically just let you have all the moves and kind of mess around with the combat. Yeah, which I don't think I'll do that. I think I'll just play the yeah. prologue. I, I feel the same, yeah. But although I don't know if I should wait on the prologue to a little closer to release, so I'm not like... No, dude, just play it if you want to play it. Like it's No, what? I don't, I don't want to be like play it and then be thirsty for 10 days. Just go replay it. Yeah, that's true. But all I can say is I'm like really – it's really intriguing, the world building up to like the first half hour. It's just really fun to to like be invested in these new characters and a Final Fantasy that's not about road trips and um, has a has a more serious tone right out the, ba- yeah. right out the gate. So. You, I'm you, interested. Yeah. You're interested, yeah. Do the Game of Thrones influence uh, interest you more or – 100%. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, more serious tone. Yeah, yeah. I mean a more – I don't know. I feel like – yeah, fifteen was just kind of a dumb idea. I don't really care. Yeah. You know, are you gonna whatever. play the Are you gonna play the demo? Um, no, <laughs> no, I play the demo. I don't play demos really. To be honest with you, yeah, that makes sense. I just, I there's just, so, wanna, there's so much to I play. Wanna, I want to go in. Yeah, and I'm playing, uh, playing Zelda right now. So oh, no yeah. way. Cool, cool. <laughs> I thought about it for a second today, and I was like, Nah, I'm gonna play more Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, cool. But Jake, yeah, any interest? Uh, no. <laughs> No. Have you played any Final Fantasy past ten? No, it's I haven't. <laughs> I don't really feel a need to. You might want to play this one. So that 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 worm boss in the air was the that's what, what did, didn't it poison me. you too or something? Yeah, it was There's so something. annoying. So that's your last Final Fantasy experience. Yeah, that's it. Breaking yeah, up. I broke you, up with Final in Fantasy. Two thousand one. Many fucking years ago, I broke with Final <laughs> Fantasy because of a, okay, I hit a flying centipede. <laughs> All right, I said it. Yeah, you, Are you uh, happy? You refight that boss in the Dunscathe raid in, in Final Fantasy XIV. 14. 14, yeah. Spoilers. So hold on. You're never going to play it. So hold on. You're telling me you, Spoilers. Have, you haven't played a Final Fantasy game in over 20 years. 
No, you played nine. Yeah, he's I played, played nine. He's played the old ones again. Yeah, dude. Well, oh, you played him again. Revisit. You yeah, revisit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, right. geez, Matt, okay. Do you, no, no. you eat a freaking bougie Six. pineapple? This guy's calling shots. <laughs> yeah, you're thirty dollars like pineapple. Yeah, you're thirty dollars. You get. He's got the rhyme with him. He's so pocket. full. Of, he's so full of bromelain <laughs> from the I told pineapple. You can, dude, you can eat the core. I told you that. <laughs> I like your pineapple earring. That's cute. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> yeah, that is beautiful. It shimmers. <laughs> no, for a second, I was worried that we didn't vet vet uh, all the participants on this podcast enough. I mean, if I've had seen over 20 years, I was a little bit worried. But you played you played Remastered 9. All right. All right. Okay, that's cool. That's yep. cool. Hey, moving on. Jeez. Um, so the demo came out. Uh, full game comes out uh, the 22nd. 21st. 21st. That's, that's right here. 21st at 11. Hey, by the way, I want to say that summer is almost over, and it bums me out. Hey, you know <laughs> Hasn't it not to... even officially started? <laughs> Three months, it's over. <laughs> it's time to Why hunt even? Doesn't it officially There's no one start, else freaking like, out. Summer's over? You always say that. We haven't played disc golf yet. I know, dude. I've been dealing with an Achilles uh, tendonitis. I oh, no. Oof. I got like one more week of healing and then I can. I got that too. My right one. My right too. Oh, right. Twinsies. But you know what happened a couple years ago? <laughs> B stung me on it and it Ooh. healed me. Oh, shit. It healed no, no, no. Was it it did. Dr- it's weird. Was it a drive? I was actually in a tournament. There you go. Acupuncture, man. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm allergic to bees a little bit. So I kind of like this one time I passed out in a junkyard. More, more on that later. <laughs> yeah, we, no, we were the junkyard bees Yeah, junkyard. Yeah, the no, panel no, no, is no, so no, hot no, no, in a no, fucking hold 98. On, hold on. Hold a, on. Uh, how did you pass out in a junkyard? How did you pass out in a junkyard? I was looking for cars because I had a really good car. car I was trying to get to 300000 <laughs> with my Buick Rendezvous. I'm you like, got lost in the junkyard? Well, no. I got. I was fucking around looking for spare parts. I was in the. I hate to tell you, but I've been in the junkyard a lot. I'm embarrassed. I'm fucking. Junkyard Jake. I have heard people call it. It's a dark past. But yeah, I got stung by a bee and I uh, passed out a little bit in a car. Shoot! Speaking of bees, I was actually playing disc golf. This is a bee-filled episode. I threw uh, I threw disc uh, and it kind of went into some bushes on hole four of my local course, Riverfront. Yeah. Oh, that, you're local there, huh? Yeah. And uh, I go I go into I go in to do my putt, and I I feel these bites on my ankle. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what the heck is going on? And I realize I I'm in a bee's nest. <laughs> I I'm not allergic to bees. But I found out if you get stung enough, you will be allergic to the bees. Oh, wow. So I got stung 17 times. Oh, my God. And I kept playing for another 45 minutes. While they are stinging you? No. (laughs) After they stung me. And luckily I was with somebody because she was like, your face is starting to turn pale. And your lips are starting to turn blue. And I'm like, oh. Maybe we should go to the emergency room. Yeah. And then uh, thought of my thought my airway was gonna close and all this stuff. I got there, all the blood vessels on my legs were all like broken open, so there was like you know blood like pushed to, to the surface of the skin. Um, Wait, I was jet- seventeen times. Seventeen times, and then wow. I got brought into this like emergency room at this at this urgent care clinic. And they dope me up with adrenaline and all this stuff. And like, this is going to make you feel this way. And I'm like, I didn't feel it at all. This is going to make you really tired. It didn't make me tired. Like, we're going to give you more steroids, but you're going to be really hyper. And I'm like, I'm literally just sitting there like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there is a funny mm-hmm. story. But I, yeah, I was jacked up. And like, wow. they, had, they had like people standing outside the windows of this thing watching me to make sure. When was this? Uh, it's like last year, the year before. What? Wow! Recently, yeah. yeah. You didn't didn't tell us. Yeah, you didn't tell us about your B drama. Yeah, I'll. Are you embarrassed? No, I just don't think it ever brought brought it up. But yeah, I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, I was like taking, I was taking my friend Margaret out for her second time playing, and then I was like, I don't remember. Like we gotta go. I feel like everyone's got a B story. I will tell a funny story. story. Back in the day in high school, okay, our friend walks in. 
And he goes, guys. <laughs> kind of like, I don't know, just... Somber. Somber, quiet, sits down in old dear uh, Jimmy's couch. <laughs> we were all probably playing Halo or something. Yeah, but he rolls up in a shitty sports car. <laughs> Walks in, he's like, yeah, guys. My dad's in the hospital. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I got stung by a bunch of bees. I burst out laughing, and it was just... <laughs> we, we all did. Such it we was, all yeah, did. but it was just like, almost semi-comical. The way he said it, he, <laughs> right. you know, he like, kind of sat, it, we, he, like, sat down, and we're, we're like, hey, man, what's going on? And he just kind of like... Just kind of quiet. Quiet. He's Not like, quiet. Yeah. He's quiet. like, yeah, my dad, my dad just got stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> like, just, just the way he said it. He's like, in the hospital. Yeah, right. He's in the hospital. I mean, I think he, I think he said he's in the hospital after we started laughing. Right. Because to we, make us feel bad. Well, no, but I, yeah, because no. we were like, because we he was like, dude, we're he's in the hospital. Yeah. Why are you laughing? Yeah. Like. But yeah, we were just well. Let's say watching like a stray cat. You and then know? He, he left too. I think. Yeah, he, I think he, he was pissed. It was I mean, bat. rightfully so because it, it's, it was pretty it was pretty serious. But we we were we weren't prepared for no that. No, yeah. no. We were like gaming Mountain Dew up. <laughs> yeah, like just like, high on the Dew. We we're definitely like dew. ready to laugh and have a good time. Blaming the Mountain Dew. We were, we were, we were gonna let it. We were gonna let his B story bring. He us was down. addicted to Halo though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did play a lot of Halo back in the day. His dad was fine, by the way. Too, yeah. He so. lived. His dad lived. His is dead yeah as far as i know he's doing all right yeah, yeah. handsome man um dragon's dragon's dogma 2 confirmed for ps5 xbox series and pc um we got a debut trailer um with some details and screenshots the details i didn't i don't even know that much about four oh. times the map size that's all i heard yeah the four times the size of the original game um i don't know i mean we were recording this literally during the capcom um showcase okay. so I don't know how much gameplay they showed, but it was supposed to be like a you know ten minute like expo like exposure of what the game is about, but no release date. So well, who, who put that one out? Capcom. Yep, Capcom. It's the director of uh, Devil May Cry Five. Who else worked on the first one? I believe. Yep. Is that a big deal? Big fan yeah. of Berser- big fan of Brazil. Yeah, Tuno. He's he's a big deal. Yeah. Um, people uh, really like him, and Five was legit. Five uh, is a great game, and it's gonna have the um same kind of gameplay where you know you have three uh pawns that you can uh summon for, to create a feeling of cooperative gameplay but still like having that single player um, yeah, experience. experience yeah um screenshots oh. look fucking amazing that looks good to be honest with you um the trailer during the playstation um showcase had yeah. some of the elements from the first game like riding a griffin or something you could yep. see like the yeah. that was cool and then also like yeah. the night in these games is like is Super cool, like really well done. There's not a lot of games that do it. Yeah. Where, where it, when you're at night, it's like pitch black, and like there's yep. certain spells that will like light things up. So like and the like the monsters are so more cool. vicious at night. Yep. And so kind of like dying, dying light has like a night mode where it's like pitch black, like this, where you have to rely on like tools and stuff mm-hmm. to see where you're going. So yeah, yeah. Very I'm, cool. This is probably my most anticipated game that's coming up here. Oh really? Shit. Mm-hmm. Over Final okay. Fantasy 16. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, 16 is coming out soon. Sure, I mean, I wasn't, and I've never been shy about not being super. I feel like it t- it. this game took a really long time too to like really take off. Like it came out and it was really underrated. And then Dark Arisen. Dark Arisen like gave more exposure. It got more on other consoles, and then it really started to like blow up. Yeah, I'd be curious. You know, I don't think it's gonna have the Monster Hunter type, Monster Hunter World type like. I don't know, just blow or just blows up completely and yeah. sells 20 million copies. But no, man. We'll see. If it's an open world RPG, Capcom's on a roll, though. And it looks good. And it's, it's made with the Resident Evil engine. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think with. 
I th- I don't know. I think this this game's kind of gotten a cult following, a pretty big one. So I think, like, it, if it's as like kind of like big as like you know like an Elden Ring or maybe even just a, maybe a little bit smaller than that, like where it's because the, the original game had an open world map, but it wasn't really that big. Mm-hmm. Granted, it came out like really like a very long time ago. Yeah. Um, Dark Horizon made it like more playable just because it basically gave you a random dungeon that you could just keep playing over and over again and getting like loot and whatnot um but yeah so I- i'm really excited to see what this one um brings because i don't know it just did a lot of things different uh especially in the open world genre that like you know kind of brought that monster hunter like f- you know fight to like some of the the giant monsters where you can climb up on their back and yeah like, attack monsters. Type, yep yeah mm-hmm. for sure and um you know, yeah, like you were saying, the the nights, how like it's it's always really dark, and I don't know, I just it just felt really different than any other like open world game I had played before. So sure. I'm pretty I, excited. I literally bought this game because someone said that the the creator loved Berserk, and then he put like the armor and the main character. There's a model that looks like guts in the game, and I'm like, yep, I'll buy it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even care how good it is. I'll just play it because it's like there was no Berserk games out that time. Nice that were any good. Yeah, I haven't. I I think I played like ten minutes on my Steam Deck. I tested it out, but I haven't really gotten into it all. Jake, yeah. you played it all Great ever? Game. No, actually, one of the Mud Brothers gave it to me. I think it was for the Xbox 360. Yeah, so you got to play it. Yeah, I never did, but I mean, it's still looking at me. Sounds sounds like a lot of I fun. Mean, you, I mean, you could always boot up the original game just to see what the gameplay is like. I'm not. The, I'm going to wait for this. The, the pawn, no, yeah, the, enough, y- you can if you want. I mean, it's, when the does this come out again? Look amazing. There's you know? really nothing. I think they said 2024. Yeah. 2024? No, 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 no date. No date. Why even tease it'll us It'll be 2024. That? Why? Even I think tease? it'll come soon. I think we've... Because they, they did the announce that this game a while ago. Well, they teased it a while ago. Yeah, we finally uh, got a teaser this It'll be year. a late 2024 game. If they didn't yeah. announce it now, it'll be late 2024. Yeah, it's 2024, I feel. So does, that get you does that get you amped up because you forget about it? And like, oh yeah, it's Honestly, coming to town. Honestly, this whole last week has just pissed me off because I'm just like, all right, there's only a few games I, got, I, I can dig into my backlog. I'm like, the other day I'm planning, I'm playing Asura's Wrath and just finally playing through that. I beat I you know I was getting into Kirby's The Forgotten Land and then I was like all right Final Fantasy 16 all right uh, MK1 you know all these other games popping up and I was like god they're killing me with this the rest of the year I thought was just going to be crap except for you know Spider-Man and whatever Alan Wake 2 Alan Wake 2 dude holy Can't shit that's so Wake fucking 2. good dude Remedy oh. Dude, you have all these studios that are just like top of their game right now yeah. and just putting out good shit I think this is I honestly People say it every year, but I think this will probably be, depending on how the second half goes, like yeah. potentially one of my favorite years in gaming. Yeah. I mean, just with Tears of the Kingdom, Resident Evil 4 Remake, uh, Street Fighter 6. 16. Yeah, Street ass. Fighter 6 is amazing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You playing that? I, it's yeah. it's, it's I think, amazing. I think I want to play that. Diablo 4. Yeah, Diablo 4 too. I really want to play that. I yeah. I can s- so Street Fighter 6 is... It's got to be the, the I most. You, ex- I saw you playing. Yeah, it's got to be the most accessible fighting game to anybody out. In- I'd like. I like to hear that because I kind of have fallen out of you know because I only I really I like the old school fighting games, but I haven't really gotten into the new ones so for a long time. They add a classic mode for it. They add a modern, like controller style, which helps you do combos a little bit easier, but still keeps some button, you know, combinations. And then there's like an auto attack. It's single button stuff, mm-hmm. and. And there's like a world tour mode, which is this a giant single story single player that you can play. You basically fight anybody. And you make your own character. The character uh, creations are wild. And they're wild. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. The Capcom and another app 
people are saying it may be like the greatest fighting game ever because of what it has the, whoa, 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 the robust amount of features it we're has early, to we're offer. Early. I know, I know. But like the amount the amount of features and accessibility, like they did that with Monster Hunter, now they did it with Street Fighter. So like yeah. they're clearly on to something. Capcom is just they're fucking killing it. Yeah. It's just it's good to see Capcom back and it honestly it'd be nice yeah. Konami could make kind of the same return, which I know they're not it's not the same because Konami is not they're kind of hiring help to put out stuff. Also, it just side a little bit. The Metal Gear Solid 3 remake got announced since we last podcasted. How exciting is right. that? We yeah. talk about it. It fucking happens. It happens, yeah. The, that one's yeah. going to be sweet. The volume one of the collection yeah, they're gonna is coming out. Remasters of all the originals. Oh, gosh. Yep. Metal Gear Solid 3? That's going to be good. I have so many fond memories of that. <sighs> yeah. Just being sneaky you, and, and throwing trenches. You'll be able to play the originals, too, again on your... On your uh, well remastered and touched up, I'd imagine for yeah. I can't remember what they officially called it, like the collection part one or whatever. Because they're gonna, I'm guessing they're coming out with more. Because because right then they say it was it was a collection, like and it was a, a part volume volume one. one. Yeah. That's so what what's two. the release date? Is the release date for the three fall? Oh, oh fall. next year. Oh, yep. What next year? Next year for three, and then uh, fall for the collection. God. Yeah. Jim, remind me at the end. I got to ask one question, but it's not not a good time to answer. Yeah. It'll take up too much. We got to get through, we gotta get through okay, this. Yeah, yeah, get through this. I told you my like, sign. Like, yeah, two more hours. Yeah, we have. No. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a lot. Okay. So much. All right. All right. Go, go, go. All right. All right. All right. Project Refantasy uh, revealed as Metaphor Refantasio. Refantasio. Yes. For Xbox Series and PC, and I assume PlayStation consoles. With this announcement, it was released at the Microsoft press conference, which I guess there's like a 48 hour embargo on what other systems it can be announced for. Yeah. It's coming for PlayStation. Um, but uh, so far, just a series in PC. Um, this is the, yeah, the Project Refantasy that was teased, I don't know, like seven years ago with like a piece of art where it was like a medieval Atlas game that everyone was freaking out about because the art looks super dope. Haven't heard anything about it until now. Surprise at Microsoft's conference of, of all conferences. And um, yeah, it looks fucking, it looks dope. New dude. Atlas IP is not Persona. I mean, it, it's it looks a lot like it looks like a persona. lot. Like I mean, it does, of course, but you have you have all the persona kind of main heads involved. The director of persona of uh, three, four, and five, um, the character designer, um, and the uh, composer. Yeah, I'm just and, saying, like the HUD and stuff. Like you just see, like yeah, persona five. It's in it. it's almost to the point where I, it's not like Ed Hardy levels of like too much, but it's getting there. Like if they. <laughs> It's like teetering on the brink of like madness and like perfection. Like it's like looking at it's wild. I think it's super dope, but I will. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Does it scare you? Do you think their hubris has gone to their head? That's what this game is. I mean, Persona Five is like one of the coolest fucking UIs, and we'll see if this like. What does UI stand for? User interface. Thank you. It's like your menus and your yeah upgrades. For me, it reinvigorated like playing like a turn-based game because there's just so much going on. You're like, all right, cool. Yeah, mix it up, popping. Yeah, and the music. Can we talk about the title for a second? Yeah, sure. Metaphor re fantasio. Yeah. So metaphor, I think is actually cool. Metaphor is good, but then but then when we do the re and then the re is capitalized and the fantasio is also capitalized. The fantasio. Yeah, like. So that's the, interesting. That we, got excites little, me. we got a little bit Italian in there. Does that excite like, you or no? So is Fantasio uh, Italian for fantasy? It might be. I wonder. Because it, the vibe, I mean, it definitely looks can we like... Can Google on that? It looks like you European, like the setting. Yeah. It reminds me almost of like a Gravity Rush 
kind of like modern uh oh, yeah. i don't know like yes. modern old where they have like certain right. steampunk yeah. element type of things mm-hmm. but wicked freaking monster design i believe Fantasia. Is what it means. Uh-huh. okay so you know of course just bat shit insane japanese title but that's kind of what we we get these days um also from Atlas, we got um, Persona 3 Reload um, announced for Xbox Series and then also PC. And that is that is a out. straight remake. That It's not straight a remaster. Remake that looks awesome, but they're not adding the contact from or the con, uh, con, content from um, Persona 3 Fez. Um, oh, that's weird. Yeah. So they're not going to have the playable main girl uh character side content so it's almost like it feels like that's kind of disappointing because that is i think meaningful content for a lot of people maybe they'll add it yeah okay, we'll hold see. up pause yes it's, it's not italian it's esperanto which is a world is the world's most widely speaking constructed internet international auxiliary language <laughs> that was my second guess All right, well that's <laughs> that makes even that makes even more sense that they named it that Whoa, man! This is like a something you. It sounds like it's like like it's a military thing, and oh, it's like yeah. something that, that they use in like all these different like militaries around the world. Wow, you dive deep into some stuff. Wow, metaphor, just interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, then I mean that makes sense even with the trailer. A lot of military yeah. kind of things going yeah. on, but okay. Yeah. And along with Persona well, it's Three, re, it's re Fantasio. Re Fantasio. So, so Let's I don't know what really that means. Break that down. It's almost kind of like it reminds me of like Kingdom Hearts Remind or right. whatever. Ooh. But you know what? The, they, they capitalized both those words too. They, I have a theory. Yeah. They're doing this on purpose because it, it gets people. We we would have said, oh yeah, metaphor. That game looks dope. But instead, we spend ten extra minutes talking about the the title, the title <laughs> and like what the hell it means. Various day life. Anybody? Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Persona Five Tactica. Yes, they are milking this series for all it's worth. Um, is it Tactics? another spinoff? Another spinoff. Is this you XCOM your, your style? Your, your dungeon. This is I, I don't know if XCOM or more of a Fire Emblem type okay. over the head. I don't know. Um, looks cool. Um, I think people. I don't know. I think Persona Six is going to be a ways off. Yeah. I think there was someone else on Resetera who said like. It's further out than we think originally planned, but now it's pushed out. So, I mean, yeah. it makes sense that they're Alice is not shy to kind of milk their series and, and their re uh, releases of games. So, yeah. um, all right, Bo- here we go. Hold on. Both of them will be available at Game Pass day one. Oh, yeah. So that's fucking dope. And that Microsoft press conference was like 21 of the 25 games were was all awesome. Game Pass day one. You an Xbox boy? Awesome. I know we talked about it before, but you got kind of excited with that whole Xbox shit. I mean, Xbox is Xbox, and I've, I've been a fan of Xbox since Halo. I, PlayStation's always been my main console. I think we've always said that, you know, you, you can uh, you can bring home... You can't bring home an Xbox. <laughs> you can't bring home an Xbox, but you can, you can hang but out you, with Xbox. Yeah, but you can marry a PlayStation, Yeah, right? you can marry a PlayStation. Um, no, Xbox, if they had the DualSense, I think I'd be... I think I'd be more into it. There's probably a hack for that, Mr. Hacker. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you about shit that. about that later. Yeah. yeah. Um, like a Dragon. Uh, well, we got two oh. Like a Dragon announcements. One was at the PlayStation Showcase. So this is the... the um, Man Who Raced His Name. Man Who Raced His Name uh, launches November 9th. And this is the um, kind of side uh, guide and content with... Uh, what's his face? The main character of... Kiryu. Kiryu. Kiryu of all the Yakuza games. And then, and, like and then at the Microsoft conference, we got a freaking awesome badass tour, which we should have watched before this. Infinite, I don't know, badass. In, I call it hilarious, actually. Yeah, infinite wealth. Infinite wealth for like a, a dragon uh, 
Eight is what it's called. Oh, is that all, when he's like naked on the naked beach? On the beach yeah. <laughs> and naked on the beach in, uh, in like an English speaking. Yeah. Is it both Kiryu and the other guy? I think I. You know, I'm curious. I feel like the new character. I don't know, Jake, because you're the one who played the most seven. Yeah, uh, I, like I think a, people really I, like. I him. like a dragon update too. If you don't mind me popping there for yeah. a second. Oh, yeah, do it. Um, yeah, I think I was about a chapter or two out from beating the game. The game got really fucking hard. The like, centipede boss. No, <laughs> I'm. I gotta go. I gotta. <laughs> no, like a dragon. It just randomly got insanely hard because I was kicking that game's ass, and then you know I think I had a couple bosses left. Like, Difficulty spike. Oh, insane. And uh, I quit. <laughs> yeah. So you are you gonna get back to it? I hope so. You know yeah. that's a game I have. I've been thinking about it a so lot. You're still just getting back to it. Haven't haven't beaten it. I think about it all the, the time. That's the Does update. That count? We got. I thought we were gonna have a good update here. Like you're gonna beat the game or something. Right. So you're just you're just saying you're done. I think was that the update? You're, just, you're done. No, I'm yeah. coming back. I was oh, done. Oh, you were lost, but now, but now you're back. found. Thank lost, you. But now he's found. Moving on. Connection lost. Thank you. Um, right. with uh the infinite wealth in the main character do you, so do you think because i haven't played any of seven but do you think he's he he's strong enough a character to hold his own series oh, absolutely now? Yeah. i think so he's a he's like a stray scrappy man and just you know you just keep wanting to get to know more cool a lot of depth and uh it's cool like you know he's one of those characters like yeah he's a cool cat nice he just wants to fight for it's just very wholesome nice nice and that's why I'm, I'm digging it yeah i'd be curious if the man who raised his name is like kind of curious like send off or it's like just another side story because people love that character so much and if he'll be integrated into 8 at all. I really don't know, but um, 8 comes out um, next year, probably. Um, what? Uh, new Dragon Quest Monsters title in development for Switch. That was announced. Um, Dragon Quest series keeps trucking along. I haven't played any of the Monsters titles. Rob, I think you've dabbled. Yep, it's just really cool. It's their, It's from the analysis of their 25th anniversary. Um, not a who, not a, not a lot, just basically saying, you know, get ready for a new adventure in development for uh, Nintendo Switch, and then it shows a little picture of a cute little monster. And it's kind of nice because it's, in my opinion, it's like the best, you know, kind of like Pokemon-style game out there because you kind of, um, it's got the Dragon Quest monsters, which are all, you know, designed by Akira Toriyama. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely more enjoyable than the original, um, you know, Pokemon monsters. I mean, I like the original 150, but... The ones after that started to get kind of goofy. Name them all. No thanks. Well, uh, <laughs> they, did they say if Sandland was going to be just, a that's oh, we, that's right. JRPG? We are, our Miles and I are head shot up as soon as he said Toriyama. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell with Sandland. It looks, I, it looks I, great. I watch, it it does cool. look good. It kind of it reminds me of like uh, Metal Max, but it's like uh, yeah. Toriyama. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. Metal Slug. Metal, what's Metal Max? The movie. Mad Max. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Mad Max. <laughs> and Metal Max is also a JRPG. No, you're right though. It's like it's like Mad Max. I was thinking Max. about that. It looks like it looks. I was like, thinking about Mad Max as well. That's what no, I was like, thinking. It's perfect though. It looks like Mad Max meets Metal Slug almost. There like, you go. Because that tank does look yep. like Metal Slug style. You're right. It does look like a, that. That's probably also what it was making making me think of. Because that you're right. The tank has got that little yeah. like uh, uh, whatever that art design with like the shorter like. Um, uh, the stock, turret. or I don't know what you want to turret. call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, as someone who read the whole manga, I'd be super curious to see kind of what. Well, they... actually, you're you're in luck. What? I've done it. I oh, know I've done it too. That's what I'm saying. No, I haven't. I'm kidding. I haven't either. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the also at the Drake uh, Drake Quest, I didn't even know. I saw these announcements. I didn't know it was the 25th anniversary thing. Which yeah, the original of... game came out on Game Boy Color back in 1998 in Japan. So okay. long series, and it's. Actually, probably Dragon Quest's biggest spin-off title 
because there's been a whole bunch of there's games. There's been a decent amount. Swords. There's treasures. been a bunch, but I think treasures Monsters has gotten uh, Monsters 1, 2, and 3. Um, three the was... Game Boy Advance game that didn't come here got translated. They did all those 3DS games that never came here. Right. I think definitely fans have gotten kind of shafted. So um, hopefully this will definitely come uh, come here. But, I mean, it was – we did get an English trailer. So I would assume that this means that it's also coming here. Um, yeah. Oh, we, we also got the, the DS games as well. Joker. Joker. Uh, we got all those. And I thought those were all Rocket great. Slime. Rocket Slime was another good spinoff game. We didn't game. get all the Rocket Slime, though. I don't we didn't get all the Rocket Slime. We only yeah. got that one. So No, but Square's been... They've been good about bringing over... Yeah, I kind of feel like... Now, I mean, we got we got Treasures, which was like kind of like a weird little spinoff title. I feel like we're just going to kind of get... We, I mean, people are just waiting for 10 as well. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Do you, do you see yourself playing Dragon Quest when you're 50 years old? I don't know. It's a really good question. Who knows what I'll be doing when I'm 50? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And we can all ask us ourselves that question. We so, think, will, you, will you be playing video games at all? I don't know. Yeah, yes. yeah I will. I will. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. I'll be holding the controller in my hand when I die. Yeah. Very like, mute my controllers. Give me the dual sets controller. No. I need to feel alive. No, dude. It's not going to be your, You're not going to be an old man. You're going to have a heart attack playing some Kojima VR game. Or <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, hell yeah. It's like you might die. Listening to Low Roar, dude. Listening <laughs> to Low Roar. Go out blazing. Um, so that also from the Dragon Quest event, we got the Infinity Strash, uh, terrible name, the Dragon Quest, the Adventures of Die launches. We got a release date, September 28th. Man, this year is stacked. That game actually looks pretty dope. Yeah, I'm interested in it. Our, uh, our design looks cool. It looks cool. Um, I'm, and it's an action, action RPG, RPG, so yeah. why not? Dragon Quest, let's go. Maybe that'll be one of the host choice for uh, for October. That'll be a fun time. one yeah. to do, yeah. Um, maybe we'll all vote for it, so no one on the survey has a choice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no choice month. No choice month. <laughs> Front Mission 2 remake delayed from June 12th to unannounced. So, yeah, kind of interesting where it had a date that was kind of close to basically saying uh, indefinitely delayed. Not that it's canceled, but they're still going to work on it. I guess one sold uh, lower than their expectations and then also um, wasn't as well received as they'd hope as far as just reviews and everything. Well, and, you know, I kind of wonder – I mean, you look at something like From Mission 1, the remake, and then you, and, and 2 as well, and then you look at something like Live Alive. Obviously, Live Alive's going to sell better. It's a HD 2D. That's in. And Live Alive only sold, I think, like half a million. Right, and I'm sure it sold more than From Mission 1. Right. But what I mean is is that like I kind of feel like with something like this where you have – they're like planning to redo all of them. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like you should almost put – the first couple of games in a collection, almost like they did with Legend of Ma- or sorry, with the Mana collection, mm-hmm. and then then they did Legend of Mana and others. Like I kind of feel like yeah, you shouldn't like with these older games. I don't know, man, about like putting them on their own. And I mean, I Charging guess forty bucks, right? And they're whatever how much they are. I mean, they are putting work into graphics. No, they, they are. They didn't look. They didn't look terrible. I just felt like they just didn't really look like. I don't know. People aren't going to be buying that unless they're like a fan of the original game. Yeah. Like, and as and far as like people, catching new fans, the original game. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I just don't think they're going to get compared to like live alive, which I I've seen definitely get some new fans that didn't, I mean, probably didn't even own a super Nintendo, you know, because you know, like, you know, they're younger or whatever, but, um, and it never came here for yeah. sure. Which, um, speaking of live alive, the original creator, I think said, that if it hit a million sold, he would consider doing a sequel. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I think people really like that 
old school HD2D. I think it's like the coolest way to do some of these old games and bring them back and I mean let people experience it for the first time. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get an official translation. We didn't get an update of Dragon Quest Three HD. Yeah, um, I think people were kind of bummed about that. Um, or an update on twelve, which I f- I wasn't holding out on twelve. I figured they'd focus on three first. But right. Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get an three. Update. We even gotten squats ever since the year and a half, two years ago. It's been a while. It's been a while. I I think I think it'll probably just come out of nowhere. Yeah, hopefully we get this year. I mean, this the back half this year, especially for Nintendo, is looking kind of bare, which I think Dragon Quest, not in the States necessarily, but in, in uh, Japan, that will blow up. Because I think Dragon Quest Three is, like, along with five and seven, like, the top selling or up there with Japan. Well, isn't there direct soon, Nintendo's? Uh, they, no, I don't think they're having one. Oh, I thought they were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, no, they got Pikmin um, 4 coming out, and then they're – who knows kind of what else they're always no new mario like, no donkey Kong nothing yet. yeah nothing at least announced but nintendo's also been kind of crazy about boom metroid prime remastered here yep. we go and just re- releasing games on a shorter announcement cycle which i, th- I like because yeah. it's just like yeah this is coming out in two months look forward to it um farming sim uh game updates we couldn't go a podcast without a farming sim nope. game update lots of, factory, this time. lots of them too rune factory 6 announced um rune factory very popular series. Um, I've never played them. Uh, not out of fear of, of the art style or the gameplay, but I'd, I'd probably just get too addicted and, and wouldn't podcast anymore, I think. I don't, I don't have a green thumb, so it just doesn't work yeah, out. Yeah, I think me. you got to be kind of into the... But, I mean, all these games, I think, well, Rune Factory especially, I think really brings the RPG elements into it. Right, because um, it's got combat and yeah. stuff too, right? I don't know. Um, two new Story, story of Season games announced... Um, a traditional one and a multiplayer one because normally when the story seasons games comes out sort of a pokemon type thing where they have mm-hmm. two releases at the same time i think right um, but i don't know as far as the past ones if it was a traditional and then a multiplayer that might be a little bit different and then harvest moon uh is trucking along uh the winds of anthos launches september 26 um and this is because remember story of seasons is the original harvest moon so it's cool it's just weird to see this game spin off into two different series now, and they're both going and bringing tons of game. It's just there must be a big following. Well, and I think Stardew kind of yeah brought all that back. They're like, oh they shit, farming games like are huge, and this guy just said he was directly influenced by Harvest Moon. We should probably do something with this series. You yep. know, we're now they're just pumping them out and probably selling because they keep pumping them out. Um, and lastly here, uh, Sony and Square Enix um, comment. Andrew Ryan, the president of uh, or CEO of Sony, said um, at least Sony Computer Entertainment of uh, Europe and America, I think, he said that their relationship with Square Enix has never been stronger. So we'll see kind of what that means in terms of releases. A lot of those games are not coming out to Xbox at all. Um, and, uh, I mean, Final Fantasy Seven isn't coming out still and it's been out on on ps5 for for since 2020 yeah or ps4 and ps5 now and uh yeah so we'll see i don't know if they're gonna outright looking to buy them um but uh yeah we'll see um what that means more exclusives probably all right Finally, moment of truth, resonance of fate. We got past the the news uh, tsunami, and uh, we made it, you guys. Finally, now that'll happen when you take a little break. Yeah, um, thoughts are clear. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, 
Should we do that? Should we just do a podcast every two months and then just blitz through just a bunch of news? That's kind of fun. <laughs> Only that news. Kind of fun. There was a lot to go through. There's a lot to go, and we probably already we miss. I'm sure a ton of stuff. I'm too. sure we miss something. Um, Residents of Fate role playing game came up by Trice uh, back in the PS3 and 360 or mm-hmm. um, in 2010. So early 2010, Japan had kind of a short um, window of having it before us. This is kind of the turning point. I feel like we're I don't know Final Fantasy 13 one of the last rpgs i remember of having like or bigger rpgs of having like a japan first release before it came out now we get these worldwide releases which yeah. is sweet um the combat system in this game is is pretty unique um and that's like a lot of systems in this game which we'll kind of talk about too which some people love and it's also i don't know some people kind of feel it's kind of overly complicated and yeah i would say kind of a uh i don't know if it's like a cult, yeah, I guess it's like a cult hit kind of. Yeah, um, I'd say so. Think it sold particularly well, but we'll kind of get to that. Um, the remastered version called Residents of Fate um, came with a 4K HD edition that was released um, not too long ago. End um, of Eternity, that's the other one. End of Eternity, yeah. yeah. Residents of Fate, End of Eternity. Okay, um, what was that? That's the. That's just like what it's on this on Steam. Oh, that's the the title of it. The 4K version. Oh, oh okay. really? It has okay. like a subtitle. Yeah. Um, but that came out on PS4 and uh, on Steam on October of 2018. So yeah. Um, I remember. Unreal. Yeah, seeing it and thinking about picking it up because I, I have it on PS3, but never played it back in the day. But then was turned off by the price, and it never goes on sale. It's like always no. 35 bucks or like high 20 bucks. I'm just like, ah, I don't. I want to play you, but I don't want to spend that much on you. They're so. holding firm. Yeah, um, the plot of the game, Residence of Fate, uh, takes place on Earth in the distant future. Um, there's an atmospheric pollution that nearly annihilates uh, life on Earth as we know it. Remnants of humanity construct a purification uh, called the Basel. In time, the surviving human population creates a civilization around Basel's central tower, watched over by its mechanical core, Zenith. Um, Zenith ties human lives to quartz stones, making them immune to the pollution while giving them predetermined social status and lifespans. Whoa. Oh. Sounds like, a, like an 80s, like, plot. Uh, like, yeah, like a movie in the future kind totally. of thing. Totally. So, or like, dystopian kind of, like, Elysium, future. Dystopian, like, Matt Damon movie. So, like, come to like think of it, like, I recognize... Live, oh, you're talking about Elysium? Elysium, they yeah. live longer at Elysium. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I recognize Logan's the cover. Logan's Run. Logan's Run, yep. You recognize the cover? Yeah, yeah. I do chick with the gun looks like mary kate and then uh, <laughs> two people with uzi or yeah, yeah. Gun. okay i reckon okay it's all about the guns exactly it, it, i get I mean, it it's I also a it. sega game so I mean, you were you were buying sega games sega back published, then yeah. on ps3 i mean it almost looks like it could be a poster for like a like a Rus- russian ballet or something <laughs> it is pretty epic it is yeah pretty cool so i actually i just got excited so you're excited Ooh. now i think so okay okay cool uh, that's a that's a good sign. So yeah. you're, you're gonna play this one. You'll be here next episode. I'm pretty excited for this high five. Yeah, it's okay. nice. this right. plot. I mean, I don't know. Did they say quartz crystals? I mean, yeah, they got yeah, quartz, quartz stones. stones. Um, oh, didn't you find some cool rocks in your trip? Your I did. So, so that might be something to tie into this. Yes, Any sir. quartz that's gonna make you live longer than us? Uh, <laughs> you want to share some I don't of know. that? I'm, I don't really want to talk anymore about these rocks. <laughs> 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 special, you know. Um, Three uh, characters, Zephyr, uh, Leanne, um, and Vashron, form a mercenary group that take odd jobs for the populace of Basel. Um, during their missions, they discover a plan by the city's ruling cardinals to subvert Zenith's rule and discover their own connections. 
to the Cardinals plans. Whoa. This game yeah. sounds Any connection sick. to like, you know, the Catholic Cardinals of like, I wonder if there's going to be some sort of religious, I don't know, thing here. So. Yeah, because if anyone's going to attack like the Catholic Church, it's Japan, I think, of just like going hard. Yep. Like, I don't think you'd see that type of plotline in any Western release. But... No, you'd definitely see it in, like, a JRPG. Yeah. Like, Which actually, like, Chaos uh... Legion, they do that, too, with the whole, like, religious thing. <laughs> yeah. we, okay. Go, go ahead. They go do. Ahead. They never, do. It's a Chaos weird Legion. Catholic thing. Or well, not usually, Catholic, you, but like a... usually you fight God in, like, most JRPGs. It's kind of but like it's a weird twist. Boss. Interesting. And, like, usually there is, like, a, like a bad church or, like, a priest or, like, a... I've always... You could say... I have seen a lot of that. I remember in, like, in Tactics, Fomente Tactics, all those, like... All those like a uh, couple evil, bad apples, evil like uh, high, like I can't remember. Oh, yeah. High of, like yeah, yeah. They'll they'll like introduce the cardinal or something, and yep. then he's like kill these people. You're like wait what? Like yeah. Growing up like in Catholic school, it's like what's going on? Yeah, I thought they were good. The, the cardinals are good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, the combat of uh, of the game employs the tri attack battle system, which involves a mixture of real time and turn based controls. Um, and this, I'm just straight reading off Wikipedia because I don't think any of us have actually really played the game yet um, so far. Miles has kind of no, yeah, I know a little bit about it. Bit. So like the way you're supposed to, you have your machine guns, your pistols, and your grenades. Uh, machine guns do scratch damage. Okay. Um, which yeah. is is always supposed to be your like initiator in combat, and then you finish off your enemy with with handguns and grenades because those will do like your killing damage interesting yep and so then like, you have to use like multiple different yeah devices but it's also like a mix of like real time and turn-based combat so it's a uh, so very, are very they, unique are the guns like kind of rep- represent like weapons and jrpgs and then the grenades represent like the magic kind of thing or is i'm it not clear on that but like i had read a bunch of reviews on steam because i'm like i just want to know what people think about this game uh good and bad and uh one was just like breaking down how he like how the combat works in the game and how like it's unique and why the game stands apart from other uh, jrpgs at the time so yeah i heard it's a really unique game like compared to like a lot of the games that uh uh, I don't know that Sega was developed or that released at the time and or, and Trias especially and I don't know it's kind of an interesting uh, and I think it also had the people that developed from like Valkyrie Profile and Star Ocean yeah it's too, un- so. unfortunate to hear that Trias has kind of has been in trouble I don't think their uh, most re- recent Valkyrie game hit big nor did Star Ocean the newest one Divine Force yeah which I think both were considered not to be like a plus S tier games, but like solid enough. Like, um, well, it wasn't Divine Force, wasn't the quip, the quip with that? Like, there was just no emotion on any of the characters' faces. I mean, we're talking about Japanese, it was games like Mass here. Effect Andromeda, where the characters are just like, Hello, how's yeah, that going? Sure, well, yeah, and I feel like in this game, too, they they almost have like that look, too, with the faces. Like, it's like a it's almost like a tri ace, like 3D troll doll. <laughs> they do kind of look like a little dollish. <laughs> like, I then I think that was their heavy criticism. Uh, with a new uh, Star Ocean game, so I mean, yeah, it's a bummer. Because uh, I don't I, think they're I, shutting down, but no, no, I don't like, think there's so. talks that they're in in trouble. So yeah, yeah, almost looks like a big guy. You know what that is? That type of artwork from the Netflix show. Yeah. Oh no, from the the painter who did that. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. The Tim Burton movie, Big Guy. Um, he did. I'm serious. He did a movie yeah. based on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Amy Adams and Christoph Waltz. Uh, anyway, um, yes, sir. <laughs> development of uh, Residents of Fate. Uh, 
took place over three years beginning around 2007 using the name Project Cobra. Cobra. Um, it was Project developed by Trihis, we mentioned before, who also, like you said, developed Valkyrie Profile and Star Ocean series. It was directed by uh, Takayuki uh, Suguro and produced by Mitsuhiro uh, Shimano and Jun Yoshino and programmed by Yuchiro uh, Kitao and Yoshiaru uh, Gotana. Nice Gotan, job. You're duh. sweating over here. Holy Whew. shit. Um, <laughs> it. Did at the start of the development, the team decided upon the key concepts, um, the story focused on the world's fate and, and the setting where the human life was managed in a limited number of characters. So I wonder if those three protagonists are the only characters that you play through the full game. Do you guys know? As, as far as I know, I think, yeah, you like follow that trio. Um, at least when I start, when I, when I started the game, those are the three characters you're with. So Cool. Um, in a combat, um, or oh, sorry, an actual unified game area that was expansive while not being open world. So maybe like bigger zones then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, combat system revolved around firearms, which is kind of interesting because, I mean, guns are just like completely outlawed in Japan. So you don't yeah. see a lot of like gun games coming from Japan. I mean, Persona had like three, had like the, you shoot yourself in the head to summon your Persona, which was, I remember, controversial at the time. But there's not like, I mean, yeah, even like the really Yakuza games, you're not like Metal Gear Solid, people. I mean, it's kind of like the biggest kind of game that, that you has. can think of but i mean if you think about it all the games that come from japan they're all like military if they if there are guns i feel like that's really the only time that you will like see it or like special Rare, forces rarely or... is it i mean it's in some jrpgs where some characters love guns now um or like rifles and stuff mm-hmm. but like yeah it, it rarely do like th- that being like the main element of the gameplay so yeah it's was like what do you think with like western games do you think it's like 75 percent of them have a gun in it i don't know i would say yeah it's gotta be i mean it's pretty crazy yeah i mean most of them yeah probably it's gotta be a lot of them yep um according to Segurl, the game began development on 360 um because it was the first of that um of the seventh generation consoles to be released and then 360 is also like easier to develop for i mean notoriously like the ps3 was like super difficult and a lot of bad ps3 ports and that you had the developers that could take advantage of the cell processor and and kind of make it sing naughty dog with uncharted series and like metal gear 4 was a showcase but i mean i heard multiple i mean just remember all the news stories in the day of just like developers calling it a nightmare to develop for and like just the ps3 ports coming out like Worse frame rate, worse resolution, and, and supposedly the more powerful console. Um, uh, and then it was ported to PS3 later in production. Um, key element of the gameplay is a focus on guns over swords and magic. Um, they wanted to create a cinematic feeling in battles, and a major challenge for them was to strike a balance between accessibility and difficulty when developing for a player by, base that might be made up of both action, game, and RPG players. Um, so yeah, kind of interesting. I wonder if that was like something that was a result of them wanting to try or more like Sega saying, yeah, we'll fund the game if you can make it like an action style. We're not going to just do your, your old turn-based game, you know? Um, yeah. I kind of feel like this is again, like back in that, we probably said this on an earlier podcast, so that this is kind of during that era where like you were getting a lot of like different games, like feel like these like smaller companies were able to like kind of operate without like 
you know, these big companies probably breathing on their necks and like to develop this like mega, you know, seller giant hit kind of thing. And they were kind of free to experiment. And this game especially kind of seems like, I don't know, maybe I don't know if this is released more towards the end or maybe the middle of like PS3's life or like middle. Yeah. So, I mean, I well, Xbox is 2005. This came out in 2010. So this is like, and what new systems came out? Because that was a long generation. New systems right. came out in 2014, I think, or 2013. Yeah, it was remember. a long gen. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I don't remember where I was exactly going with that. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious to see, uh, you know, how interesting this uh, this game is going to be compared to like some of the other games of the time. You know? Yeah. Um, watching videos, I can definitely tell some of the influences, which included like the Matrix. Um, a lot of that kind of gun combat i'm um, slow-mo i mean i wonder if uh, what's it called to um what was that christian bale equal equilibrium, equilibrium. yeah like Fair this movie. game reminds me of that kind of in a way very dystopian yeah. yeah um a lot of like the close quarters gun combat like flipping around like just unnatural looking but grammaton clerics um during early development, the game was based on a real-time system and meant for only one character to be controlled by the player, and the other two would have been handled by the game's AI. But after some testing, they decided they wanted, uh, or that this would create unwanted difficulties in gameplay, such as characters dying off-screen and the play- player noticing or the AI not directing them proper- properly. So yeah, I mean, that's a tough challenge for any- still, I mean, these days of creating an AI that's not going to... That's going to do what you want it to do. I mean, we'll see with, like, FF16 having AI-controlled characters on, yeah, how useful that's going to be and if they can help you in combat. But Well, fancy that because in Final Fantasy XIV, they do have AI-controlled oh. characters, and they do exactly what they're supposed to do. Do they? Yeah. So, like, the goal of fourteen eventually is for people to be able to play through the original story by themselves. Without with, needing help. With no other players, only NPC characters. I didn't know that. They call it the trust system. And those characters will fulfill the tank, healer, DPS yeah. role. And, uh, yeah, you can just play. Because right now, the way they get people to play... And they play their roles perfectly, so it's you're the one who's You're the like, one fucking out. You yeah. like that? Now game. Now the AI is playing games for us? Yeah, yeah. You like that? No, but yeah, well, it helps some people who want to play the game. Well, some people, I mean, you're going to have a whole audience that is going to be intimidated by... I mean, myself included, of like, I don't want to fuck up and waste other people's time which Mm -hmm. some content you're not gonna do that but like there's like certain harder dungeons if you want to play and grind for certain loot like everyone has to be on the same page otherwise like you're gonna get fucked up so that's like like i haven't done any i think major dungeons in 14 yet because i've always had in the back of my mind of like am i supposed to watch how this dungeon's completed first like am i supposed to just skip these movie cutscenes and watch them later because everyone's waiting for me like all that's kind of the back no, of my just mind don't do a, any savage runs or don't do any extremes until you're ready for them otherwise you can do raids everything no nobody cares okay cool yeah and everyone and that's all stuff that i thought but everyone's been super chill whenever i played they yeah. like super friendly if i'm doing something dumb they'll do you just have be a like, headset oh, hey, like do you have a headset on no it's all typing um oh, like, hey what's up my, my wife went to bed i'm ready to go <laughs> <laughs> no people are super that's like I was surprised. I was expecting people to like just like trash me, but people gave me like free mounts, like just walking up, like saying, "Oh, you're low level. Do you want like a mount?" I'm like, "All right, what's like what's what's the catch? <laughs> what's the catch?" I'm just wondering. We like this in Hawaii. Like, yeah, someone gave me some <laughs> some fruit. No, because they charged thirty five dollars. Oh for yeah, a that's pineapple. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was the best pineapple you've ever had. It, I, it honestly was. Uh, Did you, you can, bring us some? You can order them. It's like if you order three of them, it's like 150 bucks shipped here. I think. 
Um, no, I didn't bring you guys. You some. didn't freeze it and then drink. What, kind, figured, of, what my, kind of friend are you? I figure my my detailed description would have been enough for you guys. I can't I taste the sweetness. My mouth is watering a little. You can bit. eat the core, okay? I can't taste the sweetness. Um, on designing the battle system, uh, they said the two main aims were creating something never before seen in RPG and designing something accessible yet challenging. Which I don't know the accessibility part of it because all I hear about this game is it's fucking challenging as hell. It's brutal. Yeah, and that it's like a hard game. So I'd be curious to see which one of us are, are winners and which one of us are losers. And well, I, I think definitely winning. <laughs> I, I think it kind of mentions. Oh yeah, it kind of mentions like the way you, the gun, gun customization. It's like a. It's like you're like building on a blueprint. Interesting. Um, I have experience with that. With some chore zone, I make a lot of those blueprint guns. Oh yes, oh yes. yes. So I, I forgot think about I'm just that. Gonna, it's gonna be good. It's gonna carry over. You're gonna get through this. Game. I I feel it in my loins. Um, some of the uh, the gun customization system was originally a puzzle based system, but was later converted to a diagram setup. Um, and the weapons were originally going to be represented in three dimensions, but technical issues prevented this. Um, and on a whole development was uh, taxing for the director. The most difficult part of incorporating guns into the system was creating a workable system that did not rely on first-person or third-person shooter mechanics. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, I don't know the challenge. I'd be honestly just reading all this. I haven't. I bought the game years ago, and I haven't even watched a video of this thing yet. So I'm going to be curious to boot it up and see. It sounds pretty wild. Yeah. Um. The game was developed uh, using an in-house multi-platform proprietary engine um, called ASKA, A-S-K-A, the Tri-Ace Superlative Knowledge Base Architecture, which I don't. I wonder if they use that for their other games. Um, developed by a team led by Kotanda. The engine was developed since 2005 and was used for, oh yeah, for three different games in tandem, Residence of Fate, Infinite Undiscovery, and Star Ocean, The Last Hope. Um, while they're satisfied with the performance, the team... Um, uh, said that it had to be customized for the game's specific needs. Um, story was created by uh, Suguro and uh, Masaki Noromoto, and the script was written by Noromoto and Yasushi Otake. Um, for Noromoto, his primary challenge was taking on the story's themes, conflicts between justice and evil, and the nature of God and destiny, which, like we mentioned, are fairly common in RPGs, especially JRPGs. Um, and put an original spin on them. He didn't want to create specific heroes and villains. Instead, wanted to blur the lines between f- uh, friend and foe and each, having each character follow their own understandable agenda. Um, yeah, and they went with the steampunk aesthetic over science fiction setting, um, as the latter would necessitate an overly distant future setting. Um, music is composed by uh, Matoi Sakuraba and Kohei Tanaka. Um, Sakuraba has also worked on multiple um, titles for Tri-Ace, including the Sakura Wars series for Sega. Um, their work began in 2009, and they were asked to collaborate um, on Resonance of Fate by Tri-Ace and Sega, respectively, um, which I don't know. Did we mention this was published by Sega? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. Okay, cool. Um, so they were originally going to compose 41 tracks of the game, but during development, the number increased to 77. Um, Tanaka contributed about 30 to 40 pieces, uh, which is just crazy. Like, I can't even imagine being tasked of yeah this game's coming out in a year and uh you need to create 41 pieces of music for this well let's imagine put our little imagination i know I'm ready one hard... second ready one imagine fuck <laughs> well i imagine they would tell you the story and they kind of give you something to work off of yeah. rather than just 
you know, makes it give us something. Well, I know composers are just like a different animal where right. they just think differently, and like I'm sure they just come and, up with like themes like on the fly, like soaking like how much music he's come out with 14 and like Umatsu, like so many different sounding tracks too that are just like classics. It's just like, I mean, even uh, like composers in Hollywood, there's like. I don't know five or six major composers that kind of do the scores for most movies. So it's like right, they're just John Williams, Danny Elfman. Yeah, in college, yeah. actually, the composer. Come yeah. to think of it. Yeah, and I wonder too. I mean, I, I bet some of them are just like strange, have people that work for them too. Like I wonder, like the, the more pro- prolific ones are just like, all right, you're my intern, and you're gonna work under me. I'm gonna teach you, but I'm gonna use like whatever music you create. But... Yeah, you're gonna do everything basically. <laughs> <laughs> Um, voice acting uh, recorded for the game two years before release um, and several voice actors had also worked on Trace titles um, they were able to contribute to the characters personalities um, and many characters were revised based on suggest- suggestions based on the voice recor- uh, actors during recording which is kind of cool I wonder how often that happens especially like in, in Japanese companies it's cool to see yeah um, so it released uh, in 2010 it was originally um hinted to be uh, released um, earlier than that. Or no, I guess it was unveiled on April 8th um, in 2009, and it was marked as the first collaboration between Trius and Sega um, because Trius's most of the previous games on the previous generations have been um, published by Square Enix. Um, and the reason for the choice of going with Sega was twofold. They wanted a different publisher due to the radical nature of the new game, and Sega wanted to take a break into the RPG um, uh, market. Um, which I don't know how well that did for them, honestly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how many other RPGs I know. Sega had. I'm trying to think. They did Valkyrie uh, Chronicles. The yep, they did Valkyrie Chronicles, which was um, the, a modest hit. They had uh, Fantasy Star, um, Fantasy Star Online, obviously. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's another one. Oh, uh, Shining Force. Yeah, if you count the Yakuza games. Yep, they published yeah. the Yakuza games, so yeah, yeah. But around, um, but this time, I yeah, I'm not really sure how many they have, and this is kind of like a just random title. Yeah, the um, according to the staff, the Japanese title was originally going to be the Resonance of Fate or Resonance of Time, and uh, but Sega asked it to be changed to End of Eternity. So yeah, um, that's interesting. Game. Yeah, or it's just like completely different. It's like, all right, these these are the ones we came up with, and Sega's like, nah, no, we want this, this instead. It <laughs> yeah, sounds this instead. like something completely different. Uh, game launched in Japan, sold 145,000 copies in the first week across both platforms, um, which is a, I think actually a pretty darn solid launch for Japan. I don't know about it at that time. I think even at that time, Japan had been transition uh, transitioning towards more the kind of handheld market of like. A lot of DS, 3DS games um, was coming out. Not quite yet, but especially now, I mean, everything is Switch. So, like, the Media Create um, it, Top 30 that Switch puts out, like, or the, sorry, that Japan puts it, out it every week. It just dropped out of it. So, I mean, it, that was, yeah, I would imagine that there probably was handheld, I mean, at this time was obviously King. DS games were just coming out, and they were just, and also PSP mm-hmm. as well was pretty big and it's interesting though because you can see like down to single digits like what the amount of games it sold like with media create i think so like switch is constantly top 30 games in japan that's just how much nintendo's dominating now i mean i think final fantasy 16 will get up there but like 
it's all switch it's all because of the handheld nature i think for um, sure yeah uh reviews i think were overall somewhat strong um i don't what was the uh the metacritic on this is it like high 70s low 80s or something uh i think it's in the 80 80 percent range i think it's in a good it's in a good percentage range range i think last time i checked yeah um certain publications have we got some quotes here your gamer called it um it's innovative design one of the most inspired approaches to the rpg um um, genre in a decade um, IGN the battle system is uh, in Resonance of Fate is strong enough to hold everything together and added that the unique combat system steps up to be the star of the show um, GameSpot noted the cinematography used during hero actions is so over the top and exciting to watch that it makes a battle a battle's a joy to take part in um, so yeah overall a lot of it I think is just about I don't think necessary praise about the story or the characters, but more of the the combat is kind of what has stuck with people through the years. Oh, I'm wrong. Actually, the, the original games on uh, Metacritic are in the 70s, low 70s. Okay, yeah. And somewhat po- polarizing. And the actually the the new ones don't have enough reviews to even give a score. So that's interesting. I think it's just kind of yeah, you maybe just kind of flows under the radar, kind of like a cult following kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And it's also the type of game that I feel like I've just based on what I've read and some of what I've seen of just it's complicated, so I could also see reviewers like trying to play it and then just being seeing how obtuse it is and not really giving it the fair shot. But um yeah, anyone I know we talked about a little bit of anyone's memories of this game. Have any of us even played it other than Miles? Nope. I think I remember it being on the shelf, I think I remember seeing it. I think I remember getting into art getting into jrpgs around the time that this came out um and uh kind of just picking up anything i could so i think mm-hmm. this was one of them i was looking at um for whatever reason i didn't end up buying it maybe because it wasn't uh cheap or whatever yeah. um and yeah like you were saying online i don't think it's ever really gone on sale so i haven't really played it yet um but i, I do remember it coming out like we were saying during that crazy time of like ps2 ps3 we were just getting like all these crazy spin-off games so or random titles from these all these cool like companies like Trace. So uh, I'll be interesting to see. I'll probably play the 4K edition and see what that's like. Yeah, cool. Jake, yes sir. You gonna play it? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Looks sick. You gonna play it? Or yeah, you're gonna play on PS4 then? Or are you looking to track down a PS3 copy? Do you still have a PS3? I do. Uh, I do. Okay. I have two of them actually. You can you you actually. Because you can still get on the PS3 store, right? And I buy games digitally. I don't know if all of them... It's not like PS4 where they're all released digitally. I think certain <clears> ones were. I wonder if this was one of them. Well, I know that they were going to close the store down and then they could. They didn't. Right. So I think you might be able to still buy it digitally. If, it, they, was ever, if it was ever available digitally. Because I know, yeah, you're like you were saying, not all games that were on PS3 were available digitally. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it was kind of weird like that where digital games would come later or yeah like or or, or not I, I th- at all or i think yeah initially digital was all just kind of mini games right it was all like kind of silly dumb games and then they, some of it then they finally started to do like full games full games later like digital 360 did it first and then yep. ps3 do you yep. guys remember the like install yep times oh on my, ps3 games oh my god do you remember how fucked up that was uh <laughs> Metal Gear solid 4 that was like particularly like 
egregious. Just Remember the Simpson? They're smoking, smoking and all the like dumb messages they gave you. And at least that was kind of funny. But I remember that dude. It was just being like, and I remember you. I remember you with the the PS4 load times. I remember you just like thinking it was like kind of badass. Like like seeing him sit smoke and like the messages they would give you. Did I say that? No, I just remember you just like showing it off. Like you're like, uh. look, look, it's installing. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow. Cool, man. <laughs> it's solid old snake smoking a cig and like it telling you to take a break or go outside. It didn't tell you to like go outside or something. Probably like, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like yeah. some funny message. No, like so that game is, and that's what I'm very curious of volume two of whatever this Metal Gear collection, if, if that will be released. Because that has never come out of anything other than PS3. And it's really noted because, I mean, what everyone thinks is just because of how much just custom like cell process shit that was developed for this game and like supposedly sony like allowed kojima like leeway into like breaking certain rules that they wouldn't allow developers normally to take advantage of the system just to get the game to work wow so i'd be very very curious to see if uh if that game makes it into the volume two collection um it should it should i mean it's kind of been stuck on on the system forever yeah you can emulate it on pc yeah uh play at higher resolutions higher frame rates i think um, but I, I, even PS3 on emulate on PC is not like, I think super easy for all games. Right. So, yeah. What system are you going to play it on? Uh, Metal Gear 4? No. Or <laughs> Residence of Fate. Oh, Residence Guns of Fate. Of I'll probably play on PS3. Just get that. Really? Old get classic. That classic, get that install time. Yeah, get, to, get it going too. I'll have to dig it out. I think it's like somewhere in my collection buried deep in the mines. What would, of, uh, what would be easier, house. playing it for... Uh, the four, the four, probably. Gosh, I have to update that system. That poor, poor system. I haven't updated. Yeah, the four, it. but you can play it on the five. I mean, you should be able to buy it on the store. I think. Um, I hope so. I upgraded yeah. my membership, so we'll cool. see if it's on there. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, so that's gonna do it for this game. We'll be talking about it in a couple weeks. Um, so that brings us to towards the end of the show. Have you guys been playing anything, Rob? I know you sent us the picture you got. Tears oh of yeah, the Kingdom. I've been playing Tears. Yeah, right. I, I've been on. I was on my trip forever, but then yeah, I started playing Tears, Tears of the Kingdom right when I got back, Where, just I, so I could get a little more relaxation in there. So what do you think? How uh, far are you, dude? It's just so awesome. Yeah, it's just. I don't know. I I, I like it a lot more than Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I can I can definitely say that, because I feel like Breath of the Wild, just kind of feels like almost primal compared to this, because this game just feels just so good. Like it's just like this is exactly kind of what I wanted. Like it's like it's like it's like they took what they were missing, like the the Zelda, kind of like the, the just the little touches, like the music, the like I was saying, telling Miles like earlier, uh, it kind of feels like reminds me of uh, Wind Waker, in a way where like just the interactions with the characters and like the the little, the music and like just kind of how I mean obviously it's it's it's, its own thing, but it, it does. It's kind of bright too it's not i feel like breath of the wild was kind of dark more somber yeah in this game it like even though there's a crazy shit that happens in the beginning you know the, the whole world's still going on and like, yeah but the monsters are just there so it feels it's more alive yeah and um gr- really green like the i don't know and i really like i feel like uh the graphics are more like cell shaded than the original i think it's probably the same parts of the same maybe more colorful right. i mean you get a greater variation i think of sure like 
colors and just locations. In this it just game. Yeah. for whatever reason it reminded me of Wind Waker. So I, I I don't know maybe the maybe the free exploration just kind of feels a little bit more uh, rewarding too. Kind of like I was saying before, um, well, different ways to explore. Yeah, the Elden Ring feeling of it, where like you just kind of get lost, and then you just you're like, oh, I want to go there, and you check it out, and you're just so you how, just lose yourself for a few hours. Just how many hours you have you played? Man, I don't know. I'm probably like, I'm probably like at least like maybe fifteen hours, okay, nice. maybe so in. I've gotten off the main island, and then I okay. landed, visited the town. Did got, you like got that, the hang glider? What did you think that's cool? To the, like the, went to the castle, transitioning from the sky. I went. Yeah, to the it was ground. awesome. That was one thing that that was really cool. Like, and that was not in the original game where you went up and down in the sky, right? That no. didn't happen, right? Oh. This this feels so great, the way you like move up and down and like how it's like it's like a part of it. The game, it's not just happens once or whatever. It's like, and I like how it kind of like the cinematic, how it, you know, how the camera moves out. Um, and I like it. Just seems like it's it seems like the world's a lot more alive, and yeah, um, you there's more back? people in it. The, the 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 shrines are really really fun to play. Yeah. Um, have you gone back so to far? Sky Island since? Not yet. Should Not yet? I? Okay. No, you don't have to. Okay. I think I didn't go back until like 30 hours later because there's it, so much to do. Is it worth going back there? Well, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. to do stuff you haven't done. Well, yeah. I mean, there's or is there more? There's, there's stuff you'll have to. A bunch of different you areas you can visit. You know, more yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, with all the stuff that you, all the you know, you have the hang glider and all that stuff. Yeah. So you've gone up and you've been on the ground. Have you gone anywhere else? Uh, I went. I went through the castle a little bit more. Oh, even when I haven't done that. Even yet. when I, when they tried to, when they told me to turn around and yeah, go, still went. I, I just went. I just kept going. Yeah. And I got some like I think it was worth doing because I fought some crazy hard like enemies and then cool. I got some like stronger weapons and I found some Hyrule armor which I thought was pretty sweet. Nice. Um, and yeah, now I'm uh, now I think I and I bought the hood just because I couldn't find a, a helmet anywhere. I yeah. was like, I'll, I'll buy something. The Hyrian hood. Yeah. Nice. I'll buy the hood. At Lookout Landing. Yep. Yeah, yep. look how landing's dope. Yeah, and I just like I don't know, I just feel like I've just barely scratched the surface and it's like already you just kind of feel like that's really exciting and I can't wait to play more. So yeah. Dope. Like it. Miles, you're still playing it? Uh no, I took a break. I actually stopped to play a game called Dredge. And I yeah, beat, the and, I, game? and I beat that game, yeah. You beat it? Cool. How long is it? Only like ten hours. It's like a Lovecraftian fishing game. Yeah, it's like the Resident Evil Four briefcase organization yeah basically um and then i is it sorry to interrupt is it light on is it heavy on story or light i couldn't get a sense in the half hour that um, i played yeah it's got some it's got some it's mostly story what do you think about it? you seem subdued i know you're also dead tired yeah but i'm like I've did been, you like it a lot i've been like falling asleep i know um yeah no i really liked it i thought it was a good game uh really fun like you could just keep going to to the end it doesn't really hold your hand I guess, and it kind of lets you just do what you want, but you have like a main goal, and at a certain point, I, I upgraded everything, so I was like, well, I might as well just try and beat the game at this point. Cool. And I got both endings, so that was good. Nice. And then uh, I've been playing Kirby, The Forgotten World. I heard good things about that. Yep, pretty pretty fun. Uh, you know, it doesn't do the same as like, uh, you know, what Odyssey did for Mario, but it's really cool to see like Kirby in a 3D, uh, 3D like landscape. Um, other than that, playing a lot of Street Fighter Six, nice. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Um, Waiting for the one. Yep. Are you gonna pick up one day one? Yeah. That uh, 
gameplay demo looks sweet. Oh yeah, it looks, looks so, so freaking. Good. You guys ever? Are you guys Mortal Kombat people at all? Um, only the original games. I yeah. right, old school. Way back, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never... I like the crossovers, Alien and Predator crossovers at times. Yeah, That's they got fun. good crossovers. Yeah, they got some like they had some random like movie characters, and they have like Darth Vader one time or something. Yeah, MK One's gonna have uh, superheroes, so Homelander's gonna be in from it. The boys from the boys, uh, Omni Man from Invincible. Invincible, and Peacemaker from uh, DC. So. What was I thinking about Soul Caliber? So covers Darth, Darth yeah. Vader, yeah. yeah and then they have Yoda and the other yeah. one. Yeah, that was fun. And, and I, did, I didn't want to correct you. I wanted to let that live in your dreams. Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 I remember but... I, as soon as I said I was like, that's not Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Yoda was 360 and Mortal Kombat's had uh, Jason and like Freddy Fred, and shit, yeah, right? So, yeah. was... And they've had uh, John claude Van Damme. Is that the kind of thing they're going to have? And uh, I think, or I think the the character who's Who's the character that he's modeled after? Um, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. I think he's gonna do his like character or modeling or whatever for like the next. Oh, maybe Mortal he already Kombat did or something, it. or he, or he already did it. Yeah, maybe right. I, that's what I think I read about it, which oh. I thought was kind of cool. Um, was it, what? Who is? Which one was Spawn in then? I think he was in Mortal Spawn Kombat. Spawn was in Soul Calibur two on Xbox. Oh, maybe oh okay, and then yeah, Link, he was also was Mortal Kombat. Link, Link yeah, he, he's in Mortal Kombat eleven. Oh, he was, and then Hayachi on PS2. Rambo was also in Mortal Kombat. Okay, was he? Yeah, yeah. Rambo, Terminator, are in MK eleven. Yeah, they got they get some good guest characters. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. That that game looks dope. I I think I Joker. Don't know if I'll pick it up. I think I might be busy with Street Fighter, but yeah. Um, who do you who do you play as in Street Fighter? Street Fighter. My favorite character is Kimberly. She's like a yeah. She's cool. Ninja. Um, I haven't really played like much with anybody else because I was just trying to get get good with her. But I really like Marisa. She's like the big hulking like gladiator. Uh, she has a really like fun move set. So yeah. Um, but like the cool thing about the world tour is you can mix and match people's combos and fighting styles, so you can really make like a unique character that to your own. Yes. Yeah, so how does that work? Like, because I'm curious. Like, you can create. The so size need... of your character can be different. How does that work with like hitboxes and and all that? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, it it does affect things, but yeah. Um, I I guess I haven't really tested that part out. Okay. But yeah, you just need to like you need to become a a, a student of these of these characters. And you can use their style and then have completely different moves from somebody else, and then the more you use moves and level up through them you can gain more abilities ultimates and stuff like that cool cool and uh yeah the other game i was gonna say i've been playing is starship troopers extermination on pc oh, that was fun it's like super bare bones right now but uh you know it's it definitely captures that like that feel of the series and the roadmap they have it it really is, sounds like it's gonna be a really fun game once they like have an official release for it so cool what is it like top down no, first person shooter. Oh, first person. Yeah, first person base building uh, PVE extraction. Kinda. Crazy. Yeah. I haven't even heard of it. There's so many fucking games. There's so many games. I can't keep up. Yeah. And then, you know, Final Fantasy 16. Hell yeah. I'm going to play that demo tonight. Yep. Jake, what about you? Playing anything? Um, I'm lightly playing a game called The Messenger. It's like a platformer oh, yeah. 2D? ninja game. Yeah. Yeah. So Metro, Metro. What do they call it? Metroidvania. Have you gotten to the point where it kind of turns? No, 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 no. Don't, no spoilers. Mm, okay. But wait, what was that? Yeah. Just keep playing. Yeah, I'm just something light and fluffy. There's like, a moment where the game kind of switches to something different in a way. You just love ruining things. <laughs> You've changed, man. I'm, no, I'm, get, I'm getting you to try to keep playing it. 
All right. <laughs> I will. And I'm just trying. Nothing too crazy. Just mostly fishing right now. So Cool. Yeah. How about you? At what point? At what point did you think that your version of Tears of the Kingdom was better than the original version of Tears of the Kingdom? This is your question. You're... Yeah, yeah. No, no. I have a different question, but I'm just asking Jim because. What know. do you mean? You know, like your modded version of Tears oh. of the Kingdom is better than the the true. Funny, version. someone who gives us shit for using. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's completely different. Oh no, no, no. He's a purist. Talking about purist. No, Mr. Purist. Completely different. Mr. Purist uses PC completely for different. Nintendo games. Completely you won't even different. play Final Fantasy VII with the uh, new voice acting, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those no, guys okay. work really hard. No, so this is a game I've been. Breath of the Wild is like my number two favorite game of all time. So I've been anticipating Tears of the Kingdom for, I mean, ever since it was announced, and I wanted to play it in the best possible way oh wow that sounds like oh. someone who wants to mod or patch <laughs> no game. hold on hold the fuck wow. on my gosh hold on sounds like no. the same exact no. excuse not the same in any way oh because all that i'm doing i'm not adding mods to like speed up battles or do well, this not, or change well, this all i'm doing hold on okay hold on all i'm doing is i'm using yuzu i dump my game so my copy okay. of the game i dump okay you're using a different experience no, to an, hold to, on, to, no, no, no. To give you the no. best experience. experience. It's not it's a different not experience. any different than using mod patches it's not, or mod, so, modifications. It's not any different, man. What did I give you crap for? For using stuff to change the script or no, to you, change the... No, you, you said... And it, what you said specifically <laughs> okay. was you are saying, well, doesn't, it, doesn't it take away from the original experience... <laughs> Is you kind of modify or, or you know patch up your game? Right, but what were we talking about specifically? I don't know, some old we Super okay. Nintendo game. So Who can knows? I, can I explain what I'm doing? What? Okay. Do you want it, it? it doesn't matter. It's yep. the same no, thing. No, it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah, what? because you're you're modifying your experience to no. give you a better one because you think that you, you think you know better than playing the original. <laughs> now, there's nothing wrong with that. No. That's that's what most people do when they. So if oh. I if I have a way to play this game at 4K 60 frames a second. I'm unnaturally. I'm unnaturally. Unnaturally. <laughs> let the man Not finish. sponsored by Nintendo. No, Please, let, let the man fine finish. With it, I'm like, sure. Oh, really? Yeah. You're going to send so him a link to this my podcast? Game, my game experience is no different than <laughs> yours other than shit is crystal clear and smooth as fuck. <laughs> well, that's pretty much the same reason why I would put mods to maybe yeah, like make the font reader to, yeah, font easier to read, easier to read or font easier yeah. to read or like or like be able to like not get bored while I'm playing the game so I can just <laughs> kind of cruise see, through see, it. See, that is completely different. Oh, getting, it is. Yeah, getting bored of you're changing the fundamental gameplay experience. I, I'm not I would never that. honestly I'm not, I'm not doing that. I trust Nintendo's developers, I trust the Zelda team. Oh, do. Okay, dude, you're playing a modern game. You, know, you can't compare it, dude. You know what, though? That's okay. not the same. Yeah, it is, because you know See, why? No, I'm trying on. to look at big picture. You're can trying to a, get into the details. Can we get a poll? Hold on. Can we get a poll up on this? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold should. the fuck on. Hold on. What? So what I'm doing is I'm playing the way the developers intended if they if they oh, had if if, if they're playing on a me, PC. Yeah, give me a fucking second. You oh, keep God. interrupting me. If if the switch is powerful enough to run stuff. You, then I could take advantage of seeing all the hard work that they put into the art. What you're doing is saying, "Fuck you! I'm playing my way." You're but, saying, "Fuck your your rules. Fuck your your random battles. I'm gonna play it my way." Yeah. 
fuck because I'm bored. Yeah, fuck <laughs> your specs on your system. Fuck, fuck all the optimizations that you've done for the game to make it work perfectly but on the think, system that it's made hold on, it for. But do you think I think I know better? I'm gonna play this game on my PC okay. and use my optimizations <laughs> called specs in my computer instead of using patches and mods. You're just basically doing what I'm doing on a game, but just on a larger scale. No, that's all it is. No, all I'm doing is I'm doing it. To You're bring... just doing it with, with a modern no, no, no. game. I'm doing it as a technical reason to bring the art out. I can't appreciate technical. Yes, yeah, that's when do you care about yeah. art? Yeah. That's when do you care about all yeah. that? Yeah, I've always cared about art. But doesn't, know, does, doesn't the shaders and stuff for the 4K doesn't it uh, change the textures in the game? No, everything is the exact same. I'm not using HD textures. I'm not using HDR. I'm not using reshade or whatever to to modify the colors of everything. I'm the exact same thing. It's 4K. <laughs> Smooth as fuck. You guys gotta check it out. But anyways, <laughs> let, let's let's no, go on to another debatable on, topic. Hold on, hold the fuck this, on. One, this one's going Miles. Like honestly though, okay. Do you, how do you feel about this? Do you feel that I will not play Zelda on a keyboard? And I don't mouse. care. If you, I'm not playing a keyboard mouse. I'm playing with the Pro Controller. Surprise, you can do that. Um, so I'm playing with the Pro Controller. The game experience is fundamentally no different, other than a higher resolution. And hey, a higher wait, frame rate. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on. One question. Hold on. Hold up. Let me finish. I, I will be done in a second. <laughs> so, so hold on. So you're saying you're basically saying if I played on the equivalent, like uh, if I played, let's say I played Monster Hunter World on PS4 Pro, I'm not playing the way the developers intended because I'm playing on a way that gives me better frame rate and better resolution. But the hardware is built that way. There's not. There's no modification to the hardware. Yeah, you're. Yeah, not, but do you you're, think, you're, there's no modification well, to the let's software? Also, let's also not like grace over the fact that you're like not playing the game what do you mean you're like you're playing a like i assure you i'm playing the game i'm 50 hours in file on a computer like it's literally dumped from my game yeah Yeah. oh that's right it was dumped from your game you you can't like you can't like pull the cartridge out and taste the bitter in on the yeah right i've done that i've I've choked hard on those (laughs) (laughs) i think you know you took something beautiful and you made it even more beautiful no i'm telling you guys if you like if you see okay, it, my question also is now too: Is okay. your PC set up like just like your Switch, where you can sit down on your couch and just sit down, yes. turn it on, and play? Yes, it is. Yes, your PC is connected. I'm with to a your... pro, I'm playing with a pro. The whole shit about me saying mouse to swing to Link Sword before we started recording was all bullshit. That was a joke. I'm playing with a pro <laughs> controller, all the same controls. I'm not modding. You can mod durability. You can mod. Uh, uh, rupees, all that stuff. I'm not minding anything other than higher frame rate, higher resolution. Okay, that's that's. I am, I am a that's fucking fine, purist. But I never, I but I never like really modify games or any modifications that I would use before. But would be basically to just like enhance either like either change some colors to maybe look a little bit brighter because like the Game Boy Advance screen was initially sure. not backlit. I so the whole have... like so with the area of sorrow, which I think you criticized me for Continue, no. using a patch. I for... don't think I did. Yeah, I think you did. But basically all it all it did was just make it a little bit brighter and kind of bring it more to close to the Cynthia Knight colors and kind of just like make it a more enjoyable experience. Now how is that any really different than what you're doing now? Because basically I'm just using technology to give me a better sure to better playthrough that's exactly the same thing you're doing sure so big picture man so a couple things here i one i don't think i criticized you on that i think i criticized you on uh, modifying the gameplay which one of it was either like grandia or it was what was the east game that we played i think you did something that was like modifying making it easier or something so you were modifying the gameplay and you're modifying you're modifying 
you're modifying everything. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> Sounds like I don't potatoes, remember, potatoes, remember me here. doing that. I, I don't. I don't do hold easy on. modes. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna fucking while I'm playing Breath of oh, the Wild. You know hold what, on, hold you on. While I'm playing, oh, hold on one second. You know what I did? You're not even ahead. playing Tears of the Kingdom. I think, hold on, hold on. East, I think in East you can start the game in whatever difficulty you want, and okay. I think I just did like a normal mode, and I think you were like criticizing me because I wasn't doing no, a hard I'm mode. No, I'm gonna go that. back while I'm playing Tears I, of the Kingdom. I don't Kingdom. use mods to make games easier. If oh, anything, I'll use a mod to make it harder because I like a challenge. I don't know about don't that. Don't start that way. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, hold on, while I'm playing. Tears of the Kingdom in 4K and 60 frames a second tonight. I'll be listening to the older podcasts, and I'll, I'll text you. It might be 3, 4 in the morning, and I'm going to text you. I'm going to let you know exactly what you did to, to disgrace and just shit on a developer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. uh, we do have one question from the Discord. Uh, it's from me. More, more, hold and, on. More uh, on this later. No, 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 yeah, more on this later because um, this is a topic that I thought was really interesting. <laughs> um, so, uh, And it goes back to Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2 is not releasing a physical copy of their game so that they oh, yeah. so that they can release the game at a cheaper price. Um, how how do much f- cheaper is it? It's $50. Compared to like 70 Yeah. And so how do you feel about that happening? Well, but, but, it's 50 on Epic Store. It's going to be 60 on consoles. Yes, but... So it's still cheaper than the $70 new price for but, most yeah, But yeah, reg- like the... The price going down because you are not releasing the game in a physical edition. How do you feel about the industry moving in that direction to, you know, basically save money, materials, or do you think having a physical copy is still something that like you yourself desire? I desire over the, saving some money. I de- I'll always desire the physical copy mm-hmm. until companies will give me the ability to sell my digital copy to some other. Because because uh, really, when you buy a digital copy, you're basically beholden to whatever... You're buying a license. Yeah, you're buying a license to whatever that store is. And as long as that store is hosted and on a server, you'll be able to use that license. You're agreeing to all the, their terms and conditions. Yep, and that's what that. you agree to when you're on those, yeah. on those stores. So, which is all fine and dandy as long as they're supported, but, you know... Um, but the minute you, it, the minute it goes down, like, what do you think happened to all those games that people paid money on the Ouya store? Like, <laughs> they all are gone. I had and, a like, feeling like, was people aren't pay, people aren't paying for those, or even just. Uh, I mean, thankfully, thankfully, I think Nintendo is at least giving you the ability to download uh, the games if you've purchased them before. If even if the store does go down, so um, thankfully, like as long as the company's still around, you right. might get the ability to still download your game. Um, but as far as like having a physical copy, I mean, it's always going to be king for me because like with Zelda, I wanted to definitely buy it because when I'm done playing, if I don't really want to have the game anymore, I can make a cool, at least half of it back. Like, or you could dump it on PC and play it 4k 60. Yeah. Or I could just, you know, <laughs> have an enjoyable experience like I have had now and not had like one problem. I don't even get like why yeah. you need to like play it in a different way but do you do don't you, need to be an eliteness i get it i mean i get it you want to yeah. have the best experience I that's mean, fine i don't but but i'm on. here's the thing to the defend game, myself the i don't just do, came out i don't need to like to, freak out and make it like to defend a myself times better to defend myself on an unnatural system <laughs> unnatural. Why, why wouldn't you just wait till the next conflict comes out and play 4k in there? because right. i'm not gonna wait i'm not gonna wait two years fucking knowing nintendo and probably longer than that before they'll fucking patch it for a game that i've been looking forward to for six years already and that i won't get spoiled i've had what's dude, two more years i'm what's telling two you more years <laughs> i could fucking be dead in two years i'm telling you i'm very surprised 
at how like I, I've had like no issues just playing the game. No, like, I know. Just, it just runs but, really smoothly. But I really, truly, and this isn't even an elitist. I know I've been joking as elitist for the past 15 minutes. But really, like, truly, though, playing it at 4K, like, you see their original vision. And then it makes you even more depressed on Nintendo's, like, philosophy with hardware. And that they're releasing something that's affordable, which is clearly working very well for them. But they're not chasing after power anymore. And to, to not... Oh, so what, you just put it in your hands and just do it? You have to admit that, you know, you fucked the system over and the experience. No, hold on, you, hold on. No, I'm talking here, dude. Go you ahead. say hold on and defending, but what you did was you took something, <laughs> modded it, fucked it up, and then you're like, oh, what's so, No, but the reality is you changed something. And yeah, you just you're, say, not, you're not playing the original experience. You're not experience. playing the original experience. The Whatever you thing. say with hold on and shit, dude, like, no, dude. <laughs> You took to, something, change it for your own little fucking snake, ways. To snake yeah, into those details here. and make it I think we should different. go. Yeah. All right, anyways. I think we're done with this but talk. No, hold on. But hold on. Here. Hold no, on. I think hold we should. On. We've ruled. No, hold the fuck on. Let me finish. I took, I took, I took something <laughs> ugly and I made it beautiful. There is nothing wrong with that. Is that your final statement? No, no. But No one's let, saying there's anything wrong with that. All we're saying is don't give people shit for modding their stuff. When you're basically well, doing the same you, we'll thing get to, get to, your, to get your uh-huh. best experience when anyways, Zelda comes out. Anyways, Miles, you want to lead we'll us continue, out. We'll continue no, this hold on, hold on. I'm not talking about the digital thing either. But That's hold what on. I want to talk about. One last thing. No, but truly, like you guys should come over. Maybe even after this podcast. <laughs> <No. laughs> so, do no. you do you like the idea that developers are trying to reduce you know, costs for games? For it's like that's consumers. their way in, but who knows how long that's going to hold out for? How long is it going to be that they'll just sneakily bring it back to seventy? Well, because like a Gaiden is trying to do that too, and they're doing that too. I was going to bring that up, and I think there's one other game that was announced that's also doing it. So it's this trend that's all of a sudden starting. Where I'm not like Rob, where I don't resell my games i'm kind of a piece of shit where i just keep everything and just i mean i hoard about them, it yeah, yeah and just hoard everything and and don't play anything rob's smart about it and i think i feel for the people that are smart about it and use that to pay for the next game where it's like okay i'm not gonna play this hundred hour game again it makes sense just to resell it no i totally feel for those people i i wish it'd be both i wish it would be if you want digital you can get cheaper if you pay for physical you can pay more that's yeah. what makes the most sense to me i, I wish that like they're just looking to cut use game sales. And yeah, cut that and, that, equation. and that's the thing is like it's such a big market too, and it's I don't think they can never really get rid of it because people like to collect, and so it's but, always going to be there. But how long is that going to go for? Because you say we like to. Collect. I think it'll always be there because like I think even at some point I think it'll come down to like a pre-order only like physical like we won't make anything after the pre-order like physical kind of thing like where well i mean oh, you, you make just enough for that. like what people want yes and then well that's like yep. yeah, okay. i, I kind of feel like that would be a model that would actually work because that's... it would be more expensive yeah i could see that and people would pay the extra money to get the physical right. copy and then the digital copy would be cheaper for everybody else that and wants that's it. that's limited run games whole model where they pretty do, much they do an open pre-order for normally about at least a month if you want in you get in it costs about ten dollars more than whatever the digital copy is usually in the app for some sort of collector's editions that's usually not worth it, but they're at least there you go. trying to preserve the physical. Well, I, I kind of feel like they do that now with the with the physical with the physical copies. Like you get your ultimate edition. I feel like that's where they make all their money. But their collector's editions though are not coming with physical copies anymore. Starfield yeah. just announced digital copy. God that's of War so Ragnarok dumb. digital copy. MK1. Horizon digital copy. It's nope. all moving towards digital, and that's the thing. I mean. At a certain point, are it, you going to have? Are you even going to have a choice? Like you're the, right, the you're PS6, right. I don't think they're going to have a choice. It's well, going to be digital. Yet though, they're giving you a steelbook for 
Yeah, no it doesn't game. make sense. So you can go that buy is, that is really so You can just like collect the the steel book. Yeah, I, I guess. It's, yeah, it doesn't make it's sense. It's basically just throwing crap. Because I think if you're getting a collector's edition, they should be giving you absolutely everything. Give you the physical copy for sure. Do all that. What's the point of getting it if you're just going to have like? Well, a the, code? the problem is going to be eventually when they just cut out any sort of like drive or any sort of. That's why I kind of wish that if they if they do stick with physical, just move off of the disc, go into something that's smaller. You know that you can just plug right in. I mean, the Switch has a great little cartridge, you know, base system. You know, something like that would be really cool that you kind of plug it into the system. It well, doesn't have to be a disc. I think that's what, I think that's what kind of why they don't want to do it anymore is because the drives are so expensive to put it in the system. I don't and even know like, if they're that expensive. But well, and the the thing is, it's just it's just working parts, and that it just won't last as sure. long as like a digital copy or digital, you know, well, drive would, be, would. It would be interesting to see like what the next like form of media is because you're going to need to, you need to increase the storage on whatever you come out with, whether it's a new, st- new type of disc or new cartridge, but like, you know, it'd be interesting to see what becomes of that. If the, if physical sticks around. That's why it would be, it would be so nice to, if, if instead of just saying like, like it would be nice to be if it, they actually embraced it, you know, and if it was just something you literally plugged in and installed in like five seconds or something like that. Well, that's like the and then it would it PS5, would play, you PS5, know, five like add attachable hard drive that they're gonna or disc player that they're gonna right, come out with. Right. So I mean, I'm just saying with physical media, it, w- it would be cool if instead of it just like going away, we just maybe started to make it better and like yeah, you know, because I mean, you think about like in the future, you know. Like, you know, like all the steampunk kind of like books or movies or even video games where like there is like physical media still and it's almost like a little like there's still USB sticks, but they're like almost like immediate I'm trying to think of like, um, like uh, cyberpunk, you know, you sure. they're always like plugging into stuff and whatnot. And I, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's there's a lot of plugging in. There's a lot of plugging in, plugging out. I don't know. I kind of feel like we could still do that with physical media. I mean, that is all. The discs are going to go away. The discs, though. though, they the thing is, is like the physical discs are already useless. Like Jedi Survivor just came out, and you have to download over a hundred gigs just to play the game. It's basically just giving you a license. It's basically just giving you a license still. To so play like, off Nintendo the store. is still decent about like putting yep. at least most of the game or complete game, and even their games are coming out with day one patches. That's the thing. I mean, modern game development is so tricky. And also, publishers are greedy and just releasing games before they're done. That we're not getting complete games like we used to anyway. So I think the whole collector mentality is one going to go away because of that, and two is going to go away because you're having all these people grow up that aren't did never grow up playing physical or buying physical games, and that they're just but buying physical games. And that's time, what's normal, you know. At the same time, the video game collecting market has never been bigger. There's still, I know right now. There's still people that but are. That's, I feel like that's going to peak at a certain point because you're going to hit that demographic that never grew up with a manual and never grew up with that nostalgia. I mean, we're at like peak nostalgia. You're right. Because you see it like with the with each system, like each system will peak of like I, think I don't know, dude. People still. People NES, still, I feel like has peaked. People still collect uh, vinyl, so sure. That's, you I mean, you got me there. <laughs> right, and that, but I feel like that has like a tangible like aspect to it, whereas, like, I don't know, a physical disc, you're not getting manuals anymore. All you're getting is a case that you can put on the shelf that you're going to have to download the game anyway. Yeah. I, but you're it, into that, though, because you can download it at higher res, so it's cool, right? <laughs> well. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I just, 
I don't know. I kind of I I feel like there probably will be a market for that for a, a while. Um, just like I was saying before, if it if it won't be physical in the store, it'll be pre order only. Right. I I feel like it it won't go away. And Nintendo's um, gonna be the last and, to make it go away. I think too. Yeah. I I just like I said. I really just hope that we just keep getting more. F- we just get a different kind of physical media. Um, yeah, give us options at least. I mean, even, you know what? I even be cool would, would be cool even just to get something physical that you could just scan, and then put on the shelf. Like whatever. Like if it's just something that you could just like a, like um, uh, whatever a code or whatever that you. Do. I know you can do that kind of crap with your phone, but I wonder if like like uh, the system could like built in something like that where like obviously that might be like easily duplicated, but maybe maybe not. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool if they like use technology to like make some sort of physical media i know that there's even like nft or i don't even want to hate to bring that up but you know kind of crap like like the amiibo is when you kind of go over and then you can like use them for different games i don't know just something like that would be kind of cool um to just kind of register to the system that you own the game yeah um i don't know but but as far as like getting the game like when you buy a day one and it has all the data on it, like I just like that's just not going to happen anymore. And it, it is almost like you're buying a digital copy because yeah. it you're putting the disc in and you're just what you're telling the system right. that you don't have a license and that, then it downloads Jedi, from the store. That Jedi Survivor copy is going to be as yep. useless as a digital copy is when you when everything goes down. When, yep. Then they when I mean, but that's the thing. It's like to me, it's like it's also kind of a moot point because it's like oh, who cares. Like or EA, one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. Eventually, when they go down, are you even going to give a shit about playing Jedi Survivor? Or are there going to be a million ways to emulate it or play the remastered version on a different edition? Right. You know, that's the thing. It's like I think people are also hung up on. I'm just realizing more and like there's just less time to even go back and play stuff again. That's just like it's just play something once and then move on to the next thing. I yeah, know. when I was collecting too, that's kind of what I realized too is like it's almost like especially with nowadays it's like there, there used to be a lot of games that like oh, this is an exclusive. Like like I can only play this game on this system and like this is the best system to play it on and I mean, yeah, there's still a lot of games that are like that. But I feel like nowadays, I just feel like we're just getting so many remasters and remakes and just ports and just, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's, yeah, and it's almost like it's, it's, you're playing the worst version now when you're, if you have the old school version and it's almost like more of a pain in the ass to connect the old, you know, systems. You got to have a converter to to new TVs and you can have an upscaler to make it look really good and it's expensive and. I mean, sure, you can make it look nice and you can put the money into it and all, but it's like, man, it's just expensive and it's just, yeah, it's just kind of just sitting on the shelf. And I have a couple little collections and stuff here and there and, you know, why not, like, collect some stuff? But, you know, I don't know, like, it it, it will just, like... But your habits have changed. Yeah, and, and yeah, and it's almost like, yeah, when you do wait and, like... um you know, if you just want to play like a modern version, usually there's something out there. Totally. So I didn't wait on Zelda though. I couldn't do it. I'm I glad. tried. I'm proud. The seventy dollar price tag. I hated it, but I did you it. You should have bought it at Costco at sixty bucks. It's my second game. It's the second game I paid, paid seventy dollars for. What was the first? Uh, De- uh, Demon Souls remake on PS5. Oh, nice, cool. Which well, I regretted. Which I regretted do doing. It's a good one to do it for. But it was. But it was a great game. Miles, what do you think about it? About what? About the the lower price point. Do you are you cool with it or what do you feel? I'm cool with it. Yeah, because you're all digital at this point, right? Yeah, saves me money. I can buy an extra game or two 
along the course of the year. So, and I feel like they're we're still getting good digital sales too. It's not like I feel like digital sales are normally better than physical. Occasionally, you get your like your GameStop had a good like buy one get one. I picked up Octopath yeah. Two and uh, Live Live, I, I think, um, or something else. I forgot, but yeah, I mean those are killer deals that you may not see as soon as digital. But everything is going to come down in price eventually. So if you have that pre order patience and you're not really going to have to worry about how much you're paying for stuff. I don't have pre order patience. I don't either. Yeah, I, d- I definitely don't either. But All right, Miles, excellent question. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, all right, that was a doozy. Well, a lot to catch up on, but uh, we made it. Um, Rob, our conversation will continue, I feel. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to no listen to this in podcast. I might today. kill you after we end the podcast. <laughs> I, I know where he lives. So. He might not be on the next one. We will have some new members in the next one. Yeah. yeah, all right, you guys, uh, good. Um, talking to everybody and we'll see you in a bit later peace Bye.